0: The f- happened last night. You find out the morning after. Let's do this
1: thing. All right, let's go. It's Major League Baseball opening day. We're throwing fastballs today, people. We're throwing fastballs. Pavone has already been hit by a pitch. <laughs> he's he's already been hit by a pitch. Uh, but uh, we love uh, we love the Memphis kid. Uh, Chris Pavona, thanks uh, for getting us uh, caught up to date with the uh, the pitching uh, matchups. And uh, I'll admit too, it's the one thing about Major League Baseball, uh, Major League Baseball today's uh, day and age. There's a lot of there's a lot of new names, man. This ain't the old days with like Ben Smith uh, batting cleanup. <laughs> you know, uh, Dave Kingman. There's a lot, lot of uh, lot of new faces, fresh faces, and uh, we're gonna try to uh, win. Um, On opening day today, I'm Gabriel Morenzi. The morning after has uh, begun. I'm in midtown uh, Manhattan. They're going to be playing baseball in the Bronx uh, today. And I got to tell you, it's not it's not terrible, but, you know, it's more football weather than baseball uh, weather, at least here in New York right now. Joe Ranieri's in Miami, Florida, where it's always hot. And uh, that's why they're on basalts and they're so crazy over there. What's up, Joe? (laughs)
2: What's going on? I'm more interested in the uh the wind at Yankee Stadium. For what I understand, it's 11 miles per hour dead to left field, dead out in the left field. So, I'm all over the over today in the Yankees Orioles game because of that fact that you got 11 miles an hour out in left field. I'm good there are going to be some home runs today.
1: I don't think taking the overs in Yankee games is going to be a bad idea uh this year. So, you know, the Yankees minus 390 uh to start uh, the season. Uh, Major League Baseball, it's a great day for sports uh, gamblers. You've got got Major League Baseball all day, and then it leads us into the Sweet 16, and a uh, very sweet, sweet, sweet 16 uh, that we have uh, this evening. Uh, Florida State and Gonzaga, Purdue and Tennessee, Michigan and Texas Tech, and, of course, uh, the nightcap uh, with the Ducks. Who've quacked their way into another uh, Sweet 16? Take it on to Virginia uh, Cavaliers. We're going to crunch the numbers. Uh, We'll we'll draw the line in the sand on the show today and give you our our final baseball uh, predictions. Uh, We 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 kicked the tires on a couple of win totals uh, throughout the week, but we're pretty much locked in on these uh, right now. As I stated yesterday, there's no way in hell the Mets are 10 games over 500 this year. Uh, Boston Red Sox. People keep asking me who's going to win the World Series. As I stated earlier, keep it simple, stupid. Give me the Boston Red Sox. We'll break it down and more.
3: Eventually, it's going to happen. You'll turn the key and your engine won't start. Don't lose your ability to get around. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts for a superstar battery. Whether it's a reliable economy, hardworking premium, or powerful extreme, you'll find it at an everyday low price. Don't let a dead battery slow you down. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Oh, 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 oh,
4: right. Auto parts.
5: Message and data rates may apply.
4: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt.
6: than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your job at Indeed.com hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source score total visits.
7: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. my weight 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. So I'm going to take it forever.
8: That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
9: When you listen to your radio commercials, you say that's not possible.
8: 888 400 0435. 400
1: 0435. Andro400.com. All right, let's do this thing. Morning After has begun. Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Sports Byline, and all of our affiliates. We appreciate everybody joining us on television as well, whatever uh, platform you are joining us on. I am Marenzi, Midtown Manhattan. Joe Raneri is in uh, Florida. It's a a busy day in the sports uh, world. Hope springs a turtle across uh, the board. We've got the Sweet 16 uh, this evening. Major League Baseball uh, first pitch uh, rapidly approaching. And uh, here's something that I never, you know, you could have offered me a million dollars and I would not have told you. I would not have gotten this answer uh, right. Uh, We'll ask you right now, uh, Joe. The longest active winning streak, Major League Baseball opening day. There is a team that's playing today that, uh, that has won eight consecutive. Wow. Eight consecutive season oh. openers. Wow. It's got to be a guy with a
2: monster number one. So I'll say Houston. Maybe Verlander has uh, has managed to rattle off eight in a row.
1: No, you see, like, uh, no, no, I'm talking teams, so not, not pitchers.
2: Houston teams. would, would it be Houston, or he hasn't been there eight years. But, no. uh, yeah, uh, I would say Houston.
1: No, it's the team that's the biggest underdog on the board today, the Baltimore no. Orioles. Come on. The Baltimore <laughs> Orioles have won eight straight season yeah. openers. Damn! Like I said, Joe, like I got money problems too. Like if you would have said, "I'll give you a million dollars," Brad, see who's won the most consecutive season what the hell openers are the in Aros? baseball. Plus what? Where I have, Are they plus? Three? I would have thrown it out there. I would have been like, I don't know, Dodgers. <laughs> like, <laughs> taking a guess, like in something like that. I don't know. I'm uh, thinking Com-
2: with would stack pitching, and it's like, yeah, no,
1: yeah, no, the, yeah. The Baltimore Orioles have the longest active win streak in the majors on opening day, having won their last eight contests. And they've won their past three openers against the New York Yankees. nineteen seventy two, two thousand two, two thousand nine. That's crazy. Yeah, and they're the and biggest uh, biggest dogs uh, on the board uh, today. You know, major opening day. Opening day is is a strange day, guys, for when you bet on baseball, in the sense that bad teams can win. Case in point, mm-hmm. Baltimore have been a bad team for a couple of years. Hey, they won opening day. It's like a lot of these stadiums. It's like the only time it's going to be sold out all year, Joe. Yep. You have that sort of playoff atmosphere as crazy as it sounds, but it's true. You know, the stadium is full and, you know, people are just excited. Baseball's back. Hope Springs eternal. I remember doing it as an expo fan, uh, Joe, in which I'd be like, man, we're six and three. And then you double that up. We're 12 and six. And then we're 24 and 12. Like, like a couple of wins, and a baseball fan starts thinking, "Hey, maybe we don't suck." Look at like, uh, look at Seattle. Hey, they're two and zero. Now they're two and zero already. It's two wins out of the way, Joe. You know? Bam. Yeah, like that's why they say hope springs eternal, right? Everyone's got a puncher's chance uh, when the season starts. But we've got some, uh, we got some interesting matchups. And listen, we can not poke- here in
2: Miami, by the way. Nobody cares.
1: No, well, Tickets I-
2: available if you want to fly down. There's plenty of seats available if you want to go. <laughs>
1: Well, yeah, I guess like uh, how much <laughs> yeah, uh, how much your true. ticket's going for? 2 bucks, 3 bucks?
2: There's pretty much there's three dudes on the corner. They just want to give you whatever they have so you can pretty much yeah, the whole place to yourself.
1: I can't um <laughs> I can't take pot shots though. Someone in Montreal, and this is the. this is the worst. <laughs> you joke. know what that's like? I was uh I was um, I was the post-game show host, and I'll be honest with you, they didn't pay me enough money, all right? But I was happy to have the gig at the time. I was like, this is unbelievable. I got free food in the press box, you know what I mean? And I got inside information to bet on because I was in the clubhouse and I was at batting practice. To me, that was, like, worth it in its own right, right? <laughs> but, um, so, yeah, things were a little tight, and we were the flagship, so we used to have tickets, and... One of the sales ladies will remain um, you know, anonymous for her own safety now years later. There's a statute of limitations here. But basically, mm-hmm. she used to tell me, like, I can't give these tickets away. Like, <laughs> you know? yes. and she goes, I got about 200 of them in my in my desk. So she goes, after a war, like, any time after 3 o'clock, whatever's in my desk is yours. <laughs> All oh. right. So I was going to the park. So basically every day. It was like my daily allowance. I was like a kid. I'd open up the drawer, <laughs> I'd pull Boom. out. Yeah, but the thing is, Joe, how much money do you think you can get for a Montreal Expo versus San Diego Padres uh, ticket when, when there's like 3,000 people uh, in a 53,000-seat stadium? Not a lot. <laughs> not, no. not a lot. So I actually sold tickets for as low as 25 cents. Wow. You went, you went change. I'd man. have a hundred of them. <laughs> Dude, like imagine being a scalper outside the stadium. <laughs> like, hey, like, hey,
2: how much like, change you got on you?
1: <laughs> no, I'd basically tell the guy, like I'd sell them to scalpers. Like I wasn't like, Hey, you want to buy a ticket for 25 cents? Like I'm not, yeah, come on. No, no. Like I would sell them to other scalpers. I used to be a scalper. So I used to just tell him, listen, I'll give you a hundred tickets for 25 bucks. So 25 cents a ticket, man. Like, you oh. know what I mean? Like, it'd be just funny. Marazzi, what the hell you want me to do with 100 tickets? (laughs) (laughs) Basically, they just try to grind, grind away. You get 100 tickets for 25 bucks. (laughs) So I imagine there's some poor bastard right now outside the stadium in Florida thinking, man, if I could only get like five bucks a ticket today, it'd be good. (laughs)
2: Yeah, that's right. Opening day and everything. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I got
1: 20 tickets. I can walk out of here with 100 bucks. Yeah. What's the old saying? Like um, the Patriots. Um, the Patriots were so bad that uh, people – it was the Cleveland Browns. It's sort of an urban uh, – people use it for all teams now, but I think it was actually true for the Patriots. Somebody had, like, uh, four Patriot tickets. They were terrible. I was talking about the Patriots used to suck. Nobody went to their games. And somebody said, oh, yeah, it was brutal. It was a snowstorm one day. And uh, we left. Um, we left four tickets on a windshield. We had extra tickets. So we left four uh, tickets on a windshield in the parking lot. When we came out after the game, there were like twenty tickets on the windshield. <laughs> <laughs> it was a collection. It's like, oh, people, I put your tickets here. All right, like.
2: <laughs> hey, look me. at this dude. It
1: happened to me tickets. when I, I lived in LA in the late '80s, early '90s, and the Clippers were bad, bro—like real bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like the Clipper, the Clip, the real, like the the height of the Clippers sucked them, and. They played in in South Central, in Watts. So it's not like a lot of people in the Gangland era of Los Angeles were in a hurry to go to South Central to watch a ten-win NBA team. Yeah. So it was great. I couldn't go to Laker games because I couldn't afford it. So I used to go to Clipper games, and uh, it was the exact same thing, man. I was about to buy a ticket once for like five bucks, Joe, to get in to see David Robinson his rookie season, mm-hmm. uh, the Admiral. And I'm about to pay five bucks from a scalper, and some dude comes up. Ah, don't bother here. Guy gives me a courtside ticket. <laughs> nice.
2: <laughs> I ain't going in there.
1: Yeah. Fast forward now. I'm supposed to be a big radio star. I'm paying like four hundred bucks to get into Demar Rosie <laughs> night. I'm paying four hundred bucks for regular season games. I got to oh. tell you though, would you and and would you? I'm in New York right now, and. You know, they're playing in the Bronx right after the show. It is sunny right now, so it's not terrible weather, but I really wouldn't want to sit in the cold for, like, two, three hours and watch a baseball game uh, right now. And, look, you're here in Miami. Are you going to the game today? Yeah, no.
2: Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, no. No, no, no. I've got on the list of things to do How here in Marlins Miami. How many games
1: a game do you go to a year?
2: Goal, uh, usually, like, once. Maybe two or three, and it's usually because you want to go see the other team, or you know, because you lost a bet, you know, or you or you bet on the team, and you just want to go see it uh, in person. But uh, and it's usually because there's some sort of promotion going on down there where. You get tickets into you know like the nightclub or something along those lines, but Dude, that's I about it. I imagine
1: you can sit behind home plate for like really. You can sit night. anywhere.
2: Yeah, you can sit anywhere that you want. And don't forget, they, this is another. They have the Clevelander out in the, out in left field. So behind the left field, that's a, there's a pool there. That's a whole bar. That's the world famous Clevelander uh, hotel that's out there that has that bar there. So really, just people go hang out in there. They don't even know a game's going on.
1: Yeah, so you just go get uh, you just go get blasted out of Marlins lit. game. That's it. Just go get uh, lit. Uh, you know, it's funny too. Um, you know, they put the stadium. They figured, all right, we'll put it in like what is it, Little Havana?
2: Yeah, it's it's where the old Orange Bowl used to be. Yeah, so it's exactly. not yeah, it's not great.
1: But they keep <laughs> on saying, you know, I don't under, we don't understand. Like, how come there's um, you know there's not more baseball fans with all the Cubans in Miami? Like, no, no, that's why they defected from Cuba. They don't like baseball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they hate soccer even more. <laughs> I swear, you put an MLS team, one Beckham team starting there. That'll be the most popular team in the city. Yep, next year. Morning After continues. I'm, I'm just looking at the ticket prices, and uh, I blew everybody's mind a couple of minutes ago when I told you the Baltimore Orioles to actually have the longest uh, consecutive opening day winning streak in baseball with eight. Never would have guessed that. I never would have guessed, although I'm giving it away now because I give a little hint in where the most expensive tickets are today. Like Honestly, my guess, Joe, if you would to ask me, all right, Maretzi, how much... What's the what's the priciest ticket today for for any open day in the league? I probably would have said Yankee Stadium. You, I mean, yeah, York. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Yeah, I would have thought. All right, Cincinnati. What? Cincinnati. Hold up, this is from StubHub now. This is the cheapest ticket to get in, dude. All right, a hundred and fifty dollars. Wow. $150. Wow. You can buy seats C- cool. tickets for the Marlins for $150. Wow. Dude, standing, standing room
2: against Pittsburgh.
1: Standing wow. room only, 150. You want to you want to sit down? You get mezzanine 412, which is essentially like the last row at the end type thing. Worst seat in the house, 198 bucks. Wow! Plus to service uh, fees and stuff. We're talking like two forty or something.
2: To see Luis Castillo take on Jamison Tallion. Wow, that's uh,
1: you, a lot, lot of hype. Ah. Is I told you, man. And we're hyped about the Reds. Damn! You oh, know what man. it is? It's their hundred fiftieth anniversary. Ah, it's their hundred fiftieth anniversary uh, opener today. Um, I'm actually high on the Reds this year, but unfortunately, so were the odds makers. Seventy eight and a half wins. A lot of wins for the uh, the Cincinnati Reds. Uh another expensive ticket today. We're looking at uh, 90 bucks here. Let me confirm 90. Yeah, we're looking at 90 and um this is in Philadelphia.
13: Mm-hmm.
1: Which I'm yeah, actually surprised it's not a little more. You know, all the hype with Harper and come on man, like they sold million 1000 jerseys or whatever. So uh, today's uh, the, the the season opener: Atlanta Braves and Philadelphia Phillies. You get a rally Powell as well, Joe. Oh, well, that's uh, that's worth it. So that's that's worth yeah. that's worth fifty alone. Got to take the day off though, because that wow. what is that one o'clock? I see the Phillies. I guess they spent all their money on their players. We can't call them out, but I was going to say a pretty crappy, pretty crappy opening day promo. Yeah, really, dude. I went to three o'clock. A, I went to a uh, I went to a Blue Jays Red Sox uh, season opener years ago. And, um, you know the show, the Trailer Park Boys? Have you ever seen the show? No, it well, Yeah, for so the Trailer Park Boys. That stuff's real. Like I I actually know people like that. There's guys in my band like that. So, mm-hmm. the Trailer Park Boys were like, you know, throughout out the first pitch and stuff. <laughs> so, like, I had them on the show, and uh, it was pretty epic. So, Red Sox and the Blue Jays. So, the Trailer Park Boys are there. They threw out the first pitch. Slash of Gums and Roses did the National Anthems. Nice. And it was, uh, for one reason or another, they thought it'd be a good idea to give away magnets. Ooh. Magnet night.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, well, you know, magnets, but they also um, also fly.
2: (laughs) They're like projectiles. (laughs) Yeah,
1: and they're pretty exactly. (laughs) Dude, people started, like, tossing magnets. Like, big fridge magnets. Like, they were kind of big, like, calendar magnet type thing. Yeah whipping out of oh, people no it got it got out of control it's like the has yeah. had like had to set a policy from mm. now on we give away the giveaways on the way out
2: <laughs> yeah yeah, go brilliant
1: it really is like all right, yeah. all right we can fifty three thousand people in tread magnets all right yeah so yeah the Philadelphia Phillies ninety dollars to get it I'm surprised it's not a little bit more to be honest and our first underdog bet of the year, oh
13: give me the Atlanta
1: race. You're going Braves today. That's huh? Frank Stample, I don't know is Stample in the pit yet? Oh man, Stample loves it. He loves. He loves when I bring it. Give me the fish. Damn. Give me the Braves. You're going chopping here. To tra- huh? Yeah, you're damn right. Everyone, mm. come on, man, think about it. Every mush, every lemon, every kid that owes money to a bookie named Frankie, Atlantic damn. City, from Hoboken to Philly going to be betting on the Philadelphia Phillies today. Good point. Come on, how yeah. many people in Philadelphia right now? Like, if you're a bookie, right, I, I'd like to know. Anybody out there, actually, give me give me a number for a bookie. Um, give me I need a Coke out. dealer out there, too. We'll take it, huh? Give me a number yeah, for that. Yeah. Might be the same guy. It's, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> you need some steroids. Bookies always have steroids. It's not always cold, but a lot of bookies. Oh, you need yeah, you need some Viagra or juice. Yeah. I got juice. Yeah, all like,
2: What do you need, man? Yeah. What do you need?
1: So I'm saying I want to know what the number is with a bookie in Philadelphia. <sighs> we'll find out. We got Philly connections. We'll find out. It'll take supplements here, but we'll get to the bottom of this. Like, what's the official number? I saw it was minus two hundred. Right when I went to bed, it was minus two hundred. Yeah, well,
2: one ninety two. And fluctuating back and forth. With let's see, still two hundred.
1: It's an even, even two hundred right now. Total mm. eight. Tehran against Nola.
2: Yeah, I took the over. Going the wind's over. blowing out there too at Citizens Park. So, what
1: I'm concerned about, Joe, is just that it's still a little chilly out here in the Northeast. Ball, you know, yeah, balls, balls don't travel though, quite right? as much. But you're right. Like, and listen, in the fifties, right? and this park. Um, this, this park, how, how far is the fence up there? Like 200 feet?
2: It's ridiculous. Yeah, that's why Harper should have a field, especially with the wind blowing out.
1: Oh, yeah, I like Harper to go over his prop 33-and-a-half home runs. I don't think Harper – I'm not going to bet Harper hits the most home runs. I think Nolan Arenado's a nice shot at that. Yep. But uh, I go over 33-and-a-half. But, no, but honestly, Joe, like I'm telling you guys right now, you're going to go broke. And I like what you were saying earlier, and it's true. It was refreshing. It's funny you said that because I was looking at the baseball board and it hit me when I heard you saying the nice thing about oh, this is you God. don't have to worry about covering. I'm so yep. sick of that. Oh, God, are they going to win by six? Should I money line so oh, true. My God, say- <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's that, like tonight, Gonzaga and Florida State. I don't, don't want to lay seven and a half, but out. I like yeah. Gonzaga. So yeah. it's one of these weird deals. But you're right. You don't have to worry about it unless you're playing the run lines. But honestly, Joe. You know this. You're going to go broke. You're going to go into poorhouse if you played minus 200 baseball favorites every day, guys. I know it sounds cliche, and you hear it all the time. And with baseball, ooh, even the best players, you know, fail uh, seven out of ten times. Mm -hmm. But it's true. Even the best teams lose 60 times, guys. Mm -hmm. You win win 100 games. You lost 62. You lost 62. It's only a difference, guys, of 38 and then you add the juice up, you're going to be in a poorhouse. Yeah, even when you, you win. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Dude, you know, Joe, I, I do a market watch. I've been doing it for years, all right? So every week I check in, Major League Baseball market watch. Screw mm-hmm. your power rankings. What are your units? Right. What are your units? Dude, every year, and I tell people every year, you can bet against the Cleveland Indians every day and make money. Yep. Just blindly bet against them every day. Is there? And you know I think they lose today, actually. but like a great like the Cleveland Indians last year, Joe, and all the way through the year, they were like twelve games over five hundred and fifteen games over five hundred. They were minus money. yep. they were like you lost money betting on them. Mm-hmm. Like you were losing money betting on them. The Chicago White Sox were money makers for like the first month of the season. Like it doesn't take much three game series. You win one game, taking a plus 200, you're breaking even into three. You win two, you're, you're busting the, the bookies' balls. I'm telling you guys. I've yeah. done it. I'm 48. I've been there. All right? I've lost a lot of money over the years making mistakes betting on baseball. Fortunately, I've learned my lesson. I've been in a baseball groove for the last like three, four seasons, and uh, the fantasy uh, guys and the fantasy and the daily crew, daily roto crew, have helped me. Fantasy baseballs really helped my baseball capping, but – I've been that guy. I've been that guy. We're in New York right now. I guarantee you, there's somebody named Frankie, Tommy, uh, Dom. Um, Somebody's betting like 10 dimes on this game today. Yep. There's no way the Yankees lose to the Orioles today. Mm -hmm. No way. They're the worst team in baseball. It's easy money. There's no way. Easy money. Well, as we stated, Uh, even the best team only wins 100 times. uh, And then let's just say they lose. Mm -hmm. Same guy comes back uh, tomorrow, Uh, 20,000. There's no way the Yankees lose two in a row. Mm -hmm. I've been there, Joe. Like, I'm sure you have where it's been a baseball loss where you're like, there's no way they lose three in a row. There's no way they lose four in a row. Oh, they can. They do, Mm -hmm. and they will. Every year, the best and worst teams, hell, even the worst team in the league will go on a six-game winning streak this year. Mm -hmm.
2: How about these numbers? You ready for this? Just to show you how bad it can be. Favorites since 2005 with a money line of minus 150 or greater, okay, seven uh, seven thousand 7,531 to 4,354, 64% since 2005 they've won. Yep. Do you know how many units you've won? You have lost $21,836 betting nothing but favorites wow. at minus 50 or more. You won. They we're won. 60, back to what
1: year? 60, since 2005. Wow. So you're telling me over the last 14 years, if we just took every underdog, uh, at bet against, or we more. bet against every team that was 150 or higher, we're making money.
2: You dare, yeah, because the guys who took the 150 or higher, they lost 218 units.
1: Yeah, think about it. Like I, I, I'm not saying the Yankees <laughs> lose today either. It's funny, right. as we talk, Joe, the Yankees just went from 390 to 380. So, Marinci's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's call that bad. A little buyback. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying the Orioles beat the Yankees today. No. But what I'm saying is, if you bet the Yankees today and you lose this, you've <laughs> got to win four games in a row. That's right. Not even yeah. money, and it won't be even money. They're going to be like minus 200 all the time. So, it's like suddenly you've got to win eight bets. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like, you're down. Imagine you're down 380. That's like losing guys like four NBA bets. Like imagine that. Like you go zero and four in an NBA in a night. You're like, oh my god. Oh, god, this is terrible. You bet the Yankees in three hours. You're down. You're down three point eight yep. units.
2: The juice isn't worth the squeeze, guys.
1: It's just not. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah, it's that, not. It's like going. It's like a lap dance. Yep. It's like exactly going to a strip correct. club. It seemed like a good idea at the time. Nope. The juice not worth the squeeze. I like
7: that. It ain't
1: squeeze. It's it. Don't touch the charmin. <laughs>
2: <Yeah. laughs> Dave.com
3: You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experience that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today.
12: We'll get off your back. 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 800-961-3631 Eight hundred nine six one thirty six thirty one. 961 3631 Eight hundred nine six one three six three one. 961 3631
4: 800-961-3631 961 3631
7: Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion 2017, world number one Me personally? I keep my game face on me all the time, especially coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or leaving the course. What's your story? Go to
0: gamefacegrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
13: Oh, oh, oh.
1: Uh, morning after continues. Fantasy Sports Radio, Television Network, Sports Pilot. And shout out to all of our affiliates, iHeartRadio, everything else in between, including television. We're talking opening day, Major League uh, Baseball, yet, um, of course, it's a Sweet 16 uh, rapidly approaching. As you can see, I busted out uh, the Michigan uh, jersey uh, today. We were wearing this last year when uh, Michigan beat uh, Houston. So I figured, hey, uh, we've had some good luck in this jersey, but we've all lost a lot of bets in this jersey as well so I might just be insane um, so let's let's talk some uh, college basketball with a man that you know what I haven't spoken to in years and you guys know I'm from Montreal but I used to be on the Team 990 and I don't know if Coach uh, is going to remember uh, the Team 990 days but Coach Brennan joins us, former Vermont uh, Catamount uh, head coach Tom Brennan steps up and in Coach, it's good to catch up with you, how you doing this week?
7: I am doing wonderful, fellas. It's great to be with you. I, I thank you for the opportunity.
1: Yeah, you know what? So, Coach, I remember, listen, I was on the radio on Montreal. Do you remember, like, there was the Vermont Expos, and there's always been, like, a yep, correlation. Yep. A lot of kids come oh, up yeah. from Burlington, and, um, you know, you guys used to recruit in Canada. So We did? We had. We I had, got my
7: suits. I got did. all my suits in Montreal. Oh, you did? <laughs> Where'd you go? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. A, a Taylor, a, a guy named... Uh, Lizan, I think he's tailored for the NHL. All the NHL guys, and we had a lot of NHL guys from from uh, Vermont. So I trailed along with Leclerc one time. Bought myself a couple of custom-made suits up
1: there. Uh, coach, I remember before you were up, like before, right? <laughs> and now you're wearing like tailored suits from Montreal, and like so. Well, it well really-
7: now, sadly, I don't have anywhere to wear them anymore. But
1: uh, <laughs> so yeah, the, this was, it. Was the early two thousands. When you guys sort of really, you know, you and the kids put the Vermont program on a map. Now, growing up in Montreal, knowing like you know John Leclaire, uh, Martin Saint Louis, and you know yeah. I'm I'm 48, coach. So growing up in Montreal, my I wanted to be a Vermont catamount. I wanted to be a hockey program, and Did Vermont, you? yeah. Good yeah. For you. Vermont was always cool, but it, I think it's safe to say that you are know, known for basketball right now, coach as well. We'll get to the Sweet Sixteen, but it all started with you, coach.
7: Well, that's very kind of you to say, but it, you know, it, it was what, I think the amazing thing is, is that, uh, that they kept it going. I mean, you know, Vermont's been good now for, for 50 years. We, you know, we played the hell out of Florida state. You saw what they did to Murray state. Uh, we were close, you know, we're really close. Obviously the Syracuse game back a long time ago now was the, the, the benchmark of course, but, um, but we're good. Our program is good. And we, we played people tough all the way. And, uh, uh, pretty soon we're going to get another one. I know that,
1: uh, Coach. There's some fun games uh, on tap in the Sweet 16 this year. You know, our, we have the best teams in basketball still playing. Which game are you most looking forward to uh, to watching tonight, uh, Coach?
7: Well, the, the interesting thing uh, you mentioned that you had your Michigan jersey. Uh, I really, uh, I don't even know. It's tonight. Texas Tech tonight, or is that tomorrow? yeah, yeah.
1: It's tonight. That's the. Uh, it's like yep. ninth. What a matchup. Yes. Mirror images of that each other, is, aren't they?
7: Yeah, uh, Yep. I, I think it's really funny because I think that all the way around, certainly Michigan is better uh, if you go soup to nuts. But offensively, uh, Texas Tech will always stay in. And uh, and Culver is like a game changer. You know, he he really has come on uh, as, as an op- a great offensive player. And really the problem with Tech is that they – they just stumble the score sometimes. They go a lot of, you know, long times without without being having any fluid offense. But when, let's get in crunch time or he's just he's just so good offensively. Now he can't do it all by himself all the time. But my point is, if you have a guy like that who's that proficient on offense and your team is that proficient on defense, you've certainly got a chance to win that game. And, again, they're, they're a three, so it's not like, you know, it's not big major upset
2: if it happens you know coach it's interesting Purdue has a guy like that too his name is Carson Edwards who just dropped uh what 42 points here in his last game hit nine threes and we've seen this before in the tournament right these guys that one guy can literally just carry a team to a national championship and uh I know a lot of people are looking at Purdue and saying they're never going to beat Tennessee but got to give Purdue a fighter's chance in this uh in this tournament as well
7: Oh, no doubt, no doubt, especially if Edwards is uh, is, is hitting, you know, and, and and again he's a guy that <clears throat> excuse me, I never <clears throat> I just never really bought him, you know. I mean he's a great player, obviously he's an all American, but he's just not one of those guys that I think of, you know, when I think, Oh man, this guy how how are we gonna get playing for this guy or how now again, he's he is that good. He gets twenty some a game, so but I, I'm not a, I'm not a believer in Purdue, but the the fact is I'm not that big a believer in Tennessee either. Uh, And the one thing about Tennessee that just – and I haven't heard anything about this. I would be – you guys take for sure the fact that Cardinal or Admiral Schofield sat out the overtime. Now, somebody said to me the other night it was the most selfless thing that a teammate could do. The other guy was playing better. Uh, He just he had four fouls. He knew they were going to come right at him. And, okay, okay, if that's what you believe, okay. But your first team all SEC – you're playing mm. for the last five minutes of your year of your life, and you say now nah, the other guy's doing better. God bless you if that's what you were thinking. God bless you. But I, I'm saying if I'm if I'm him, I'm saying okay, all right, I I may not guard anybody because I but I'm going out there. There's no way mm. I'm not going to play. So I was surprised at that. Now we'll see how that all transpires. You know when they play, it, it'll it, we'll see. But if you remember, he was the guy that made the big shots against Colgate. Made two or three big threes, and Colgate was hanging around Tennessee. So, But, uh, you know, I'm the only one that uh, talk to anybody about it. I haven't heard anybody else say anything. So uh, I'm not sure I'm just, I'm just anxious to watch. And, and, of course, back to the game we were talking about, this is B-Line's time of year. We know that.
1: Oh, he's great, 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 great tournament. What's interesting, Bruce Pearl did an interview with Scott Van Pelt, and he said, um, you know, they said, so, Coach, what do you think about the matchup? Well, we're going to run, and I imagine North Carolina's going to run. So let's just say you should bet the over. And you know, the gambling community loved it. All right, Bruce Pearl said bet the over, and then the number went up, Coach. It went from like one sixty one, hundred and sixty five <laughs> points uh, right now. But yeah, that's the power. It's like moving. It's like it's like moving the stock market. <laughs> you
7: know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's amazing, boys, how many people are paying attention,
1: huh? Yeah, yeah, we're paying attention, <laughs> all right, Coach, to everything, trust me. Um, without being stated, I think North Carolina, you know, North Carolina, might slow it down a little bit, wouldn't it, Coach? Getting a half court, just trying to take try to Auburn out of the rhythm. Uh, can you tell us, the coach, as well? When you're a team, you like to get after it. You're shooting the three. You're red hot, but now you're off for six days. You know, you don't know, right? Whether the shots are going to be there, Coach? Is it like, I know? Is it nerve wracking, thinking, man? I don't know. I hope we hit our shots, but you really don't know, do you? Yeah, especially if you're Auburn.
7: You know, I mean, they have been on this this magical run for the last couple weeks, starting with the SEC tournament, you know, and they were brilliant. And then they come out and they shoot lights out again in the, in the NCA tournament. Now it's it's just hard. It's hard to do that five games in a row. You know, I don't know. We'll see. There'll be a different. Court now that'll whether that'll make a difference or not, but um, but I to answer your question, uh, Gabe or enjoy uh, I I don't believe for a minute that Carolina will slow it down. I think they they just say <laughs> catch us if you can, uh, and if you can play fast better than us, then more power to you. We will we will tip our hat. But I I think one of the fellas one so are of the you're
1: telling things- us to take the over then you're like listen to co- oh, the, the coach 100- oh, definitely
7: <laughs> def- definitely and and remember I'm an expert analyst remember that. Tomorrow (laughs) for next
13: year,
2: yeah. But
7: uh, yeah, I would bet the over. But I just I won't be surprised if uh, if uh, Auburn shoots that good. That wouldn't surprise me.
2: Well, it's interesting because if that's the case, then I mean, if you like North Carolina to win this game, then you're going to bet the over. But if and actually, you're going to bet the under because then you're assuming that Auburn's not going to shoot that well. And if Auburn shoots well, they're they're in the the eighties.
7: They'll get seventy points. I'm assuming they'll get seventy because Carolina is not going to lock you up defensively for sure. So I think no. they'll get baskets just in the flow of the game. But do they? Will they make enough? The way they made 16 threes in the last game, I think, or fifteen. Will right. they make that many? No, I know, don't, I don't think they will. But will they make ten? Probably.
1: Tar Heels are so good on the offensive glass too. Like just yeah, you know, just cleaning up. Thing. Yeah, those those tall, long. Uh, rings. So before we get down here. And, uh, Joe, a game, and like I said, the Michigan-Texas Tech game, that's like a shoulder pad type game. You got Michigan State, LSU. Man, that's some big kids going to be on the floor. But this Houston-Kentucky game, Coach, I think Houston might be the best team people don't really know about. People think of the state of Texas, and they think about football. You got Texas Tech Red Raiders. We're getting a lot of love. But this Houston Cougar team, man, we're talking about a 30-plus win basketball team that play strong fundamentals, they're aggressive, and, you know, they had the heartbreaking loss last year to Michigan. I really think they're going to beat Kentucky, Coach. What's your opinion? I,
7: well, actually, I have them in my Final Four. I I do think they're they're kind of my outlier. Uh, I, I I like the, the top three, of course, uh, Duke, Carolina, and Virginia, uh, in no particular order right now, by the way. But I love Houston. Man, the year they've had and uh, the wins, and, and Kelvin uh, – uh, Samson has has been a, a lights out coach forever. You know he's gotten himself in in a couple of jams with the recruiting and stuff, and uh, you know he had to go go to his room for a while. But the fact is, that guy can really coach, and uh, and I think that uh, uh, with Kentucky with with PJ Washington, we don't know exactly where he is, and and even so, fellas, if he if he plays, he's had a boot on for for two weeks or a cast or whatever. Yeah. So you wonder how one hundred percent or to 100% he can be, you know? So, so I think, I certainly think without him, without him, uh, Houston can win. I think they can win if Washington plays because I don't believe he'll be a hundred percent, even if he does.
16: Coach,
1: we've only got like two, two minutes left here or so, but I want to ask you, you mentioned, you got to sit to his room briefly. Um, you know, last year there was a lot of reports and stories and, oh, there's a big investigation and it kind of dissipated after the fact. Now, now this week another another uh, week with Avanati um, tweeting away, <laughs> and it seems like this guy's gonna tweet himself <laughs> guy, right into jail, right, Coach? What's your take on this, this stuff this you, week? You feel like you can eminently trust
7: uh, <laughs> Avenatti? if Avanati says that it must be true.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a good,
10: <laughs> but good I do point.
7: think <laughs> I do think, fellas, that we are uh, that we're, there's a there's a storm cloud looming, and uh, and I think it's gonna be. Of a, ter- a terrible storm, a terrible storm. It's going to Dan Miller from Arizona, and it's going to move its way along. When they have those, and people are under oath, uh, names are going to come out, schools are going to come out, and in my sense is it's going to be a lot worse uh, than initially. Thought. And, and the and the idea of Phyllis is, uh, I I think they obviously the NCAA don't want anything to m- mess up their dance. You know, they don't want anything. To, that could even possibly put a, a damper on that, and when it's over, then they'll deal with it. I think LSU's the same way. They're they're playing smart. They say the hell with it. We'll play them. Oh, what? And, and, and if they take all the games away, so what? Who so, cares? Yeah, we're going to play them now and deal with it later. Same with Wade. Well, but with Wade, he just he's just got he's too incriminating his evidence, so they can't let him coach.
1: Coach uh, Tom Brennan uh, with us. Coach, it's great to catch up with you. So. Um... Here you said you got Houston going to the Final Four. We yeah, hard to believe. Coach, and I guess it's cool. We didn't ask you about Zion Williamson and Duke, but uh, are <laughs> Duke, Duke going to get to the I'm Final? In- who do you have in the Final?
7: I have, I have in the Finals, and and thank you for asking because think about this game. Duke has not had a team since Johnny Dawkins and uh, Billis <laughs> and uh, and who? Oh, and mean Amacker. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was likable, right? They they didn't have that was the last team, and that was '86. Every other every other foursome, they've had a jerk. They've had sh- <laughs> oh my god, you know. <laughs> but now this team is is the exact opposite. They love each other. They play for each other. They play hard, harder than any Duke team I've seen in ten years. And he is a he's a Marvel comic guy. That's all. That's what he is. He's the, the the last guy I remember like him was Herschel. <laughs> wow,
1: mm, Herschel wow. Walker. <laughs> Man. That's it. Her ah. soccer, one of the great, greatest athletes of all time. Coach, we've got to do this again. Thanks for joining us.
7: Hey, fellas, David and Joe, really appreciate it. Call anytime.
1: Coach Tom Brennan, man, he's a lot of fun to show this guy.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California Blue goo a try call one and you'll receive a one week supply of blue goo absolutely free the makers of blue goo are even paying the shipping the number again is one 888 330 if you want more information on blue goo visit online at www.dothegoo.com now available at select big five stores near you being a new
15: parent means every high and low you can imagine
1: That's 800-847-1183. All right. Uh, morning after continues. I'm just firing off an email to our boy, uh, Sean. Lost a mock What's up with Sean? Uh, the, when's he come in? Oh, he'll be in in about, like, ten minutes. He he, he was doing uh, call,
0: he was hosting calling the shots last night, so, you know, he didn't get home until, like, he needs what? to recover.
1: Uh, yeah. Oh, heaven well, forbid. no, Joe, like, well, yeah. You know, what? millennials Joe. Oh, I know. Hold, yeah. hold
0: on a second though. I I worked with uh Sean last Monday on calling the shots and then I had to be back here uh for 5:30 in the morning to get ready for, you know, make it rain. And I'll even say the recovery time it, it's real. It's mm. real. It's real, and uh-huh. I also only live fifteen minutes from, from from the studio. Sean lives out in Staten Island, so you, you know it's a it's a pain in the ass to get. You
1: do realize you're talking to somebody that does eight hours a day, of, uh, <laughs> of course. programming. Yeah, right? but you yeah. don't.
0: Yeah, but it seems like you don't sleep. And I'm not like making fun of you. It just mm. seems like you're probably the type of person that like I don't know. You probably don't sleep. But you're probably one of the people that says like I'll sleep when I'm dead.
1: That's mm. yeah, yeah. Well, I will put it this way: if you sleep eight hours a day, which if a lot of people do, you sleep eight eight hours a day. You live to be seventy-five years old. You slept twenty-five years of your life—twenty-five full years. You slept drooling on your pillow instead of living. Um, yeah, great job uh, with Sean uh, Joe getting his Tom Brennan. Just it'd be nice if uh, we were told uh, we're getting Tom Brennan.
2: <laughs> I, you know, I, I know him, him right? It, like out of the out right. the
1: blue, I'm like, "Hey, Coach, I know. You. Hey, what's up? Like, Tom, I know you." <laughs>
2: Yeah, like Coach. I wait. Um, are you not on this email? Hold on. Um, yeah, Bill's. No, you're here. You're on this email. We got it late last night. That's uh, you might not have seen it. That's why,
0: Gabe. Don't don't blame Sean for it all because that was also my fault too. He had texted me earlier. Oh
2: oh oh. Oh, oh no
0: no. I, oh no no. I'm throwing myself under the oh,
2: bus. Yeah yeah no, yeah. no
1: no. You're right. I'm seeing well, it now. Tom Pete Gillen's
2: coming on later. So as long as, uh, long as yeah. that's out in the open. All right.
1: All good. Right, now, now I'm aware. It got okay. lost in a haze of other emails, company emails. Yes.
0: That's what happened. Hey. What the yep. f- happened last night? You find out. What morning
1: it after. Happened. Let's do this thing. I'm talking about the- tacos here and stuff. Like I don't, I, I, I give problem. up. Like, yeah, I give up. In yeah, I, I don't know why I'm included in this. What the <laughs> morning <laughs> after? <laughs> and now, I'm down off, do people. Don't
13: baseball been very good. Play- we get to
1: Jordan Bell. It's opening day. Jordan, you know what? Actually, it it's, like, it's not ordering in in his hotel room and charging yeah, it to like the uh, assistant you know, it's coaches. A, yeah. Tribute to the long lost uh, Montreal Expos. But I got caught up in uh, Michigan fever. Man, go blue!
2: Sweet 16, man. You got 162 games for that. But you got uh, you got Sweet 16 tonight. Got to take care of business against Texas Tech.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I played a parlay yesterday. Actually, already, right. I went to the FanDuel Sportsbook after the show yesterday. And I played a uh, money line parlay: Gonzaga, Virginia, Ooh. and Michigan. It's like plus uh, plus one hundred and oh, eighty. And I played the same parlay, but without Michigan, I put Tennessee in, and it pays like the same thing because they're both, like, you know, what I mean, one minus one and a half, minus two point favorites. So I, I was gonna play one with Michigan. And I'm like ah, I don't want to rule my night just in case, you know? So let me put Tennessee in this because I really do think Gonzaga and Virginia are going to advance. You, you, You like that? You think Gonzaga and Virginia? I don't think either of these teams lose tonight.
2: No, and I don't think Michigan loses either. I, I like the under in it more than anything, but I don't think Michigan. I think Michigan takes care of business and uh, and advances, and uh, I like Virginia to, to take care of business. Gonzaga's going to win, and the real question, the only toss-up game to me here really is Purdue-Tennessee, uh, depending on which Tennessee shows up and depending on uh, you know what Purdue can do with uh, Carson Edwards. Uh, that's a toss-up game. It should be closer to pick them than it is minus two right now.
1: Yeah, we've got uh, we got some daunting numbers though. I'll tell you what to go against uh, Purdue uh, in this Purdue head coach Matt Painter, 0 7 straight up in his career against one, two, sheets in the NCAA tournament, and not to take anything away from from what Purdue did, but who did they beat? Old Dominion. Yeah, uh, you beat Old Dominion, Villanova. This wasn't. This wasn't a defending champion Villanova. Man, this was not the same Nova Wildcats. Uh, this is step up in class for Purdue right now. Hey, ten SEC man. Both these uh, conferences have done great in the tournament. We're, we'll crunch some more of these numbers. We got more Sweet Sixteen. We we'll get into the baseball numbers as well. All that and more. Morning after continues.
14: No. As an allergy sufferer, you're wired differently.
15: <sighs> I sure feel that way.
12: That's why there's Nasacort. It's different too. You see, unlike antihistamines, Nasacort targets and inhibits more of the allergic inflammation that causes your congestion and other nasal allergy symptoms.
6: My antihistamine doesn't do that?
12: None of them do.
6: Oh, that is
12: different. And it's why Nasacort's more effective at giving you 24-hour. Rel-
6: if I'm wired differently...
8: Mesa stops more of what makes you miserable. Use
4: as directed.
6: Messages
5: and rates may apply.
4: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back in the shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text YOUTH to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics. The number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. It's unique man-boosting... ...powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. NuGenic samples are not available in stores. To get your comp memory bottle, text YOUTH to 321321. That's Y-O-U-T-H to 321321.
3: Oh, oh, oh all right. Now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, pick up 5 quarts of Castrol Edge Full Synthetic Motor Oil for $33.99 and get a $15 O'Reilly gift card by mail. Plus, you'll earn double Rewards points during Overwards Member Appreciation Month only at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices, every day. Limits apply. See store for details. O,
13: oh, 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 O'Reilly.
7: Honda stuff. It's one of the few things I've ever bought that works. I couldn't believe it. I feel better. I have more energy. I walk 12 miles a day. I feel great. It's changed my life. It really has. It's really incredible.
8: Guys, if you'd like to lose belly fat, gain energy, and feel great, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. Andro 400.
1: I don't want to live in the past, but I'm going to live in the past right now. NFL admits that they blew a fourth-quarter pass interference call in the Super Bowl that helped the Patriots. Wow, that's pretty nice of you. That that, that makes me feel a lot better, Joe. <laughs> Sweet sixteen. What a month and a half after the Super oh, Yeah. By the way, yeah, yeah. I, 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 you know, it'd be nice if tomorrow they admit. And oh yeah, by the way, yeah, we never should have like overturned that call in Kansas City either. Mm-hmm. For the life of me, I don't, I don't understand this, and I've never understood this. Is the New England Patriots are cheaters, okay? In every sense of the, in every dimension and element, like there's nothing they don't cheat with. Like, we can go back to the, the spying, to them getting the Rams playbook, to the deflate gate, to spy gate, um, to, uh, to Julian Edelman. Like, uh, Julian Edelman, cheater. He's on steroids. Wins the most valuable player. Like, everyone else gets punished. Like, everyone else gets punished for stuff. It's like they're the, the, the juicy Smollett of of the NFL. It's mm-hmm. like it's like you guys they're they're no, like they should get worse treatment. You know what I mean? Like it shouldn't be better treatment. It should be like, no, no, you got screwed on the call. Why? Oh, because yeah, you're cheaters. Like it, it. What? Like at? But we they, we reward them all the time. It's like yeah, we know they cheat, but let's give them the call. This goes all the way back to the stupid Tuck rule, bro. Mm-hmm. That was a fumble. It was a fumble. Like, I can go down the list, okay? But think in the Kansas City Chief game, dude, there was a penalty. Um, there was um, a non-penalty call. So, Mahomes takes, like, a wrestling forearm to the head. Bam! It was, like, a clothesline, legitimate hit to the head. It was on, like, a third down. The pass is incomplete. He looks over, like, what the hell? Like... And everyone's freaking out. And I said, well, all right, they better not call something later. Somebody sort of touched Tom Brady, like, grazingly on his shoulder pad. Didn't even touch him. Flag. (laughs) Flag. So the game went to overtime. Like, Mm -hmm. these things add up. I mean, even even the stooge, who was it, the stiff, whoever the stiff referee was that was the rules guy on their broadcast said, I don't know why they overturned this. Jerry Jones said after on that Edelman punt, he said, "I don't know why they overturned that." He said there there wasn't evidence to overturn it. The play was called on the field; it touched his finger, yet they overturned it. There were remember there was the penalty, there was the fumble, there was an interception that was overruled, mm-hmm. and there was uh, there was a pass interference, in another one. The Patriots got like four bloody calls in the fourth freaking quarter of an overtime game and needed overtime to win. In the Super Bowl, the Rams would have tied the game. It would have been first down Rams on the one-yard line with like three minutes left, four minutes left. The video's obvious. Brandon Cooks got mauled every bit as much as Buddy on the Saints did. Not called. Once again, I don't know, Joe, am I missing something here? Tell me, please. Explain to me and remind me all the calls that have gone to Patriots against them over the last few years. Because I, I must be forgetting them. Am I Am I forgetting them?
2: Well, there there was... Uh, no, that wasn't it. There, uh, No, not wasn't there. Yeah, remember uh, that game where yeah, they got... Yeah, oh, no, uh, no. The, yeah, I remember no, that no, time. The pitch,
1: remember <laughs> the Pittsburgh Steelers, the touchdown with James. Yes,
2: yeah, yeah. No, but there was the... No, it's no, always no.
1: against. <laughs> it's never... Not once, Joe. Like I said, think about it. Like, not once. Oh, yeah, that year, but in the wild card, they got. Like, even the Dallas Cowboys. Like, you could say, yeah, they got screwed, man. Yeah, Dez caught the ball. I heard that all the time. Dez caught it. Dez caught it. Yeah, whatever. The week before, Calvin Johnson caught it in Detroit, and he got screwed.
2: Right. It's,
1: it's It's the way it goes. Yet, I don't see any, like, give and take here with the Patriots in these calls. Oh, yeah, there was the referee that celebrated with them in the end zone that did the Super Bowl, too. Remember that? Um,
9: right. That was or, a high or the
1: other the other big game. Or he did the Kansas City game. Like, I could go on and on and on. I don't recall the Patriots ever getting, like, I don't recall a toss-up judgment call ever going against them. Do you?
2: Just the fact that he got suspended and the courts held it up, that was it. That's the only time I remember ever them losing on anything was that he had to actually sit down those four games, but then came back and went to the Super Bowl anyway. So,
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like, yeah, we're sorry for punishing you for cheating, so now we're going to look the other way for the rest of eternity again.
2: Or we kind of have to you know, put here so it doesn't look like we're actually trying to prop you guys up every chance we get, so we're going to go ahead and suspend you.
1: The thing is, that, you know, and I don't want to hear, all oh, well, the Rams, this and who that. That, it was a 10-3 game. Mm. It, like, look at the, the videos out there, guys. I bitched about this yesterday a little bit, but now the NFL's admitting it. Yeah, yeah, we should have called pass interference. So, yeah, so in other words, yeah, the game should have been 10-10. Mm. Like, They're right just, on that
2: review, though, aren't they? <laughs> let's wait. Let's wait a couple of months. Oh,
1: God. Oh. Like, it's... It just, it drives me nuts, man. It drives and me
2: nuts. And the my bad.
1: Oh, my bad. My, sorry, sorry my bad, yeah, My yeah.
2: bad. Yeah, my bad. Sweet 16. Like, honestly,
1: yeah. like, now even, too. Like, imagine, like, you're Brandon Cooks today. Oh, yeah. And you see this. Someone tells you, hey, B, man, they said that you got past interfered with. Like, I'm sure, like, it's just like, yeah, thanks. In the middle of March for bringing this up again, man. You know, you jackasses. And then the Patriots will do their stupid little diamond rings with the score or whatever. And, you know, what? why don't you make a diamond ring with, like, a, um, I don't know, you know, with um, Robert Kraft, like, in a towel or something like that. You know, don't, Super don't, Bowl. Listen,
2: don't, uh, yeah, don't forget, uh, they're going to be reviewing that play now. So, good news is moving forward, that'll never happen again.
1: Good, good. As long yeah. as we don't have to review Robert Kraft's uh, tug job. <laughs> exactly. I don't know why the media is so obsessed with it. Like, they're actually, they filed a Freedom of Information Act request on this stuff, Joe. Oof. Like 20 media outlets, and they said it's for the, the public's interest. Uh, what in what? in I'm, I'm for freedom of the press and public's interest to, uh, request, but in what world is this in the good of the public to see an old, crusty, old man getting pleasured at a massage parlor? Like, how yeah. is this for the good of the public interest?
2: Yeah, no, no. Well, I'm sure there's a certain segment of the public that would enjoy that. Uh, I don't happen to be. Yeah, a because part they of want that to mock
1: public.
2: them. Yeah, exactly. It's, they want a, a meme is what they're going to get.
1: It's just, yeah, I, it's one of these things. I actually, I'm for, I'm on side of censorship here. Yeah, I'm yeah. On, Like, if I'm, if I'm the judge, <laughs> I just say there's what in what like, how does this help the public or keep the public safe or like. You know what I mean? Like a lot of freedom of information acts, it's yeah, it's it's relevant to public interest. Yeah. Robert Kraft getting a tug job is not relevant to public interest. No. Uh, I, I don't want you know. I don't I don't need to uh, I don't need to see it. I don't need to to know about it. But listen, yeah. you know, It's it's. The Saints can say, hey, that's that's how that's how the Rams were there. I guess it's really a reflection on how bad the NFL refing really was, right? Because on a weekly basis, somebody gets screwed.
2: Amazing. Yeah. Amazing how we uh, managed to play that game as long as we have without any slowing down in 4-D 4, 4, uh, there. It's amazing how we were ever able to get through football seasons without review. Amazing.
1: Yeah, there, and that's the thing that I worry about with this new pass interference stuff. In theory, it's a good idea. But – the problem is the NFL is like the only league that somehow I have no confidence that what they're watching, you know what I yeah. mean? It's not like, okay, good. Thank God they're reviewing and it's going to be okay. Mm. It's like, I don't know. They're reviewing it and who knows? I mean, look, yeah. we had the, we had the ref on yesterday. He was the head of super, uh, supervisor, supervisor of officials for 12 years, Jim Diopolis. What did he say, Joe? I thought it was pretty fitting. I said, are there times you're under the hood and, like, they tell you and you don't agree with the call? He goes, yeah, but you better go along with it.
2: Yeah, you don't have that's, a choice.
1: That's the head of supervisor said that. He mm-hmm. sort of laughed. He goes, yeah, but yeah, you, better, you better not argue it. Like, yeah,
2: you, know, you want to keep you. your
1: job, right? What are you going to say? No, no, Dean Blandino. That's not, I'm yeah. not doing that. I'm not giving it to the page. Yeah. Like, no. show some yeah. balls. I'd love that. Come out. I'd love to hear the ref. They told me. They told me to say that it's not pass interference against the Patriots, but it is. According to New York. First down, Chiefs!
13: (laughs) Exactly. First down!
11: that's 800-223-0992.
10: Hey travelers, do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right, call, because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets.
11: 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780.
14: Where do you want to go on a vacation or honeymoon? The Caribbean, Europe, Hawaii, Mexico? How about Disney or a cruise? Call now and mention the promo code RADIO and save up to $500. Book your custom trip. Call Superior Cruise and Travel now and talk to one of the highest rated travel agencies in the country with a five-star A-plus online rating.
11: 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. 800-570-9631. That's 800-570-9631.
2: Yep. Thursday, people, welcome in another edition of the uh, the morning after. Joe Ranieri, it is opening day, Major League Baseball. We've got Sweet 16. We'll get to all of that, but first, let's get to another edition of Get Off My Lawn with Gabe Morency.
1: Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. Hey, you pesky kids. All right, I know it's the start of the Major League Baseball regular season, and I know it's the Sweet 16, but why would I complain about that? That's a good thing. You know what's a bad thing? You know what's a menace to society? The New England Patriots and the National Football League. As it's uh, awfully big of the National uh, Football League to uh, step up and admit that they made a mistake in the Super Bowl. Would have been nice if they would have, I don't know, stepped up and got the call right at the damn time. Uh, But it's interesting that it took them so long. (laughs) Like, why now? Like, honestly. Like, why now? Why now? And I got to believe it's that, you know, there's some sort of weird, twisted love-hate thing that goes on with the National Football League and the Patriots. I don't understand it. I don't understand, like, I don't understand how a team... I don't understand how a team that has committed so many violations and it is so unethical and it have cheated as much as the Patriots have in every sense. Like, in every sense. Like, their owner's a scumbag that's uh, preying on... um Preying on uh, women that have had their passport taken away for his own sexual gratification. Um, we got, um, yeah, whatever. The, put it this way. The owner and the quarterback both deflate balls. All right? They're deflating balls. They're deflators. Uh, you know, it's just the constant, the constant cheating. And it just freaking bothers me. But we're desensitized to this stuff. Like we live in an era right now as well. You know, well we already knew that. It's, it's acceptable. But it isn't. It isn't. No other player. Barry Bonds, Sammy Sosa, they're not in the Hall of Fame. Why? Because they took steroids. You, you look at Peter King. Peter King couldn't vote for Antonio Brown to be all pro because he missed the last game for being a jerk. Yet somehow, how is Julian Edelman the most valuable player? Like, how can somebody that is a known cheater? It's somehow, like I said, if you think if Cam Newton took steroids, and he would be the MVP. Cam Newton used to get hate mail for giving footballs to kids. Remember the NFL? I wish we could show you the the, the video. The NFL, Cam Newton would like the, the ball. Referees would like run and get the ball. Right, don't give it to Cam Newton. He's gonna give it to a kid. Give it to a kid. Uh, God forbid, you can't give it to a kid. The only reason the NFL got pissed off about that is because now this kid's not going to buy the football. Now, the New England Patriots and the the National Football League are a match made in heaven, aren't they, though? You know, the New England Patriots, you know, just above the law and the National Football League, above um, human reproach and humanity, essentially. As, you know, it's amazing, like the National Football League, and I love the sport of football, but... I don't think we actually take a step back and look enough and see just how evil and corrupt they actually are. Like, think about it from, like, the concussions. Like, people are dying. People are dying. They don't care. doesn't matter. doesn't matter what time. are? Oh, in my day, people died and we liked it. You know, look at, like, the, 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 the incidents with the players. You can kick the crap out of a chick. You can do whatever you want. Ah, four games, six games. You have a political opinion. You're exiled. You're exiled. A National Football League that actually has personnel that watch players come out of the tunnel to make sure their freaking socks are regulation. Make sure all you're not can't wear beach by Dre. Yeah, you can't get the bloody calls right on the field. Is there anything that you guys can do that isn't like... I don't know, abusive to women, incompetent, or productive. I'd say no, no, and no. Like, what is it the National Football League actually does? Um, I don't know, besides, like, beat people up and screw over gamblers, uh, essentially. Oh, the United Way. I've had NFL players tell me those ads are garbage. (laughs) Said they roll up, they they paint a fence in a park, and they leave 20 minutes later. Oh, the NFL cares. Everybody cares. You know what? Maybe you should stop caring about everything else so much and get the damn uh, calls right on the field. And like I said, for the life of me, it's one of these things, I'm going to go to my, my grave. Like, I'm always going to wonder, like, whatever, who really killed Kennedy? What really happened? And I'm always going to wonder, like, why is it that the New England Patriots, despite being the biggest villains and the biggest cheaters in the league, get every damn call Get the hell off my lawn! Hey, you kids. Get off
13: my lawn!
7: Hey, you
2: bitch kids. Yeah, the NFL, Tom Brady, New England Patriots. It's a marriage made in heaven. Which I think is why so many of us are counting on this year that everybody else and maybe the division gives them a run for their money, but... Got to hope Father Time kicks in at some point, Gabe, and starts kicking Tom Brady's ass. I can't uh, wait for dead. that to happen. I'll be dead before he is. <laughs> like you said, Say keep... what you want. I like what Gay said about him, though, when they were asked. You know, so Gay, how does, how does Tom Brady do it? He says, I don't know. I get up in the morning, and I feel like crap, and he's older than I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea how he's doing it.
1: <laughs> I've been telling people this for years. Oh, there's only a couple of years left. Don't worry. There's only a couple yeah. years left. Don't worry. Well, Um, Father Time's undefeatable. Where is it? Is he lost? Like, where is he? Well, he said, and the thing is, too, a lot of teams have a hard time staying motivated, but we keep motivating them by suspending them and stuff. You know what I mean? Like, it's always just petty. So now it'll be, oh, us, you know, for Robert Kraft. Kraft's going to have to get suspended. He has to. Yes. He has to. Right? You You know, but... It's just, I don't, I just, for the life of me, I don't understand why the Patriots get away with this stuff. It's not even like they're good for ratings. People are sick of them. Nobody likes them. Nobody likes, nobody likes the Patriots outside of Boston. If you like the Patriots outside of Boston, chances are you're just a bandwagon guy that, you know, you're a Villanova fan now. Or you're like Drake. You know what I mean? <laughs>
10: So true. Like, you know, like
1: seriously, <laughs> I like when I like, get these jackass Patriot fans talking smack to me, oh, you're just jealous of the bills and Tom Brady. And say, like, guys, Tom Brady was the quarterback of Michigan winning MVPs and beating Alabama in the orange bowl when you yeah. jackasses were still crying about the Red Sox sucking. All right. <laughs> like, I, I don't even remember the Patriots being in a division. Hey, you know, seriously, you're a jet fan. Patriots were a joke for years. They are a joke. Long time. The Dolphins and the Jets. As a Bills fan, I was like, oh, God, we got to play Dan Marino. Mm. Oh, man, the Jets are pretty good this year. The Patriots were a joke. The most famous moment in Patriot history was you had a guy on a weekend pass plow some snow. See, the most famous moment is a cheating moment.
13: Yeah. It's true. Cheating
1: moment. No, I'm being serious, though. Kennedy, Boston. One of the biggest cheaters out there, big adulterer, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Warren. Oh, look at me. I'm native. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Hello. Oh, tell you the whole the Boston College, mm-hmm. Boston College, Boston Red Sox, Bobby Valentine's on the show. They're there. They were. They cheated so much. They wouldn't even tell them how they cheated. Yep. Yeah, I watch it. and like, I'm telling you, it's, it's just ingrained. It's ingrained there. And they, they, they get away with it. Like, and they embrace it. Ah, oh, you guys are just jealous. It's like, uh, yeah, it drives, drives me crazy. I'll
2: give you jealous. And uh, and don't think they don't know what the lines are either each week. Yeah. <laughs> you, damn right they
1: do. That the State and the Red Sox are going to win the World Series again.
2: Yeah. I'm exactly. still are. taking the Red Sox.
1: They are. That's my pick. Red Sox win the World Series. See, that's how I equal things out. A little Boston bashing, now a little yeah. love. You know what I mean?
2: They're still going to cheat their way there.
1: Yeah, oh, yeah I'm Shield sure they're doing, yeah, they're doing something. Mm-hmm. They're doing, they're uh, they're they're doing something. But honestly, I think the Red Sox are going to be too much for everybody once again. I know Yankee fan, I know Yankee fan, um, you know believes that the Yankees can slug their way there. I don't you know, the Yankees are really, really good, but I don't I'm not buying their pitching. I know they got a great bullpen. Injuries are gonna be a problem for the Yankees. They strike out too much. I don't mm-hmm. I don't think you can win just by the long ball. No. Chicks like Lisa dig the long ball, but I don't mm. know if you can win a World Series slugging home runs, John. I haven't seen it. You know what I mean? When's the last time a team's done it?
2: No, I listen, it's a good option to have but ultimately as the season draws on, you got to be able to do everything else, which is why every team wants a bullpen now cuz bullpens win championships, not uh, not the long ball. But wouldn't it be great if the Patriots go ahead and land Josh Rosen? Like, they beat everybody out, and the Patriots end up somehow pulling off the trade. And by the way, it's being rumored, of course, that they're in the mix now for Josh Rosen from the Cardinals. Wouldn't that just be the cream of the cake right there? Be like, oh, yeah, so they've already got his replacement. Congratulations.
1: Yeah, but wouldn't, like, if I'm if me, like, other teams, shouldn't they see, oh, damn, if, if, if Belichick likes him? I'm like, you know, this is another thing I don't understand. This is on the rest of the league, too. And listen, if you're not cheating, you're not trying. They're just better at it. Exactly. I, I, I'll stop bitching about it. I just I hate them, and I'm pissed I lost my money in the Super Bowl. But um, what I don't understand, Joe, is football and sports in general is such a copycat stuff, right? <laughs> like, there's no shame in stealing. Like, music, you can't steal someone's song. You know what I mean? Right. Football, you can, like, oh, I like what you're doing on offense. I'm just going to steal it, <laughs> right? Like, mm-hmm. like, that's what they do. Oh, zone read option, wildcat. People copy everything in sports. You know, hey, I never thought about that. Let's do that. People copy everything in sport. Yeah, how come they don't copy Belichick, right? <laughs> like, how come they just don't say, let's just model ourselves after the Patriots? Somehow people are modeling themselves after the Rams and Sean McVay. <laughs> oh, I got to get the next Sean McVay. Give me the next Bill Belichick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
2: Exactly. Oh, yeah,
1: this young guy with the hot girlfriend. Yeah, the guy that got (laughs) out-coached.
2: Yeah, which tells you everything you need to know about Josh Rosen because if Belichick's interested in him.
1: I think Sean McVay's still standing on the sidelines right now going, man, I've never seen his zone before.
2: (laughs) Yeah, too busy kissing his ass at midfield.
1: (laughs) Too busy with that hot girlfriend he's got. Uh
14: Mm-hmm. If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call 1-800-CARMATS, WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America.
9: Are you, or someone you love, one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's Trial Participant Pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack. Visit today.
12: Exit Team can help you legally exit your timeshare contract. They've helped thousands of people, and they're A-plus rated with a BBB. So if you feel scammed, get mad, and get out of your expensive timeshare contract right now, guaranteed. Call
8: N-O-W.
11: 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. 800-804-7060. That's 800-804-7060
2: so while your attention of course is focused on the college basketball sweet 16 tonight you know nfl teams are focusing on the 2019 nfl draft and for serious fantasy football players you guys know it is never ever ever too early to start prepping for the 2019 season and roto experts has got you covered with their nfl 365 fantasy football package including the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the net. Davis Matic and the Roto Experts, while well, they're providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball, and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of the type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% now. RotoExperts.com. Promo code FNTSY. That's 10%. Promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 fantasy football package only at RotoExperts dot com,
1: and the Daily Roto Crew got you uh, got you covered when it comes to baseball. As uh, first pitch, just a couple hours away, and of course uh, we're a couple hours away from tip off. Sweet sixteen last week we spoke uh, we spoke with uh, CBS Sports Network analyst coach uh, Pete Gillen, uh, Virginia Xavier former head coach and uh, a member of the New York City Basketball Hall of Fame, and uh, born in Brooklyn, uh, New York. Uh, I wonder if he's ever been over to... I'm going to ask him. he have been to a a Brooklyn Dodger game as a youth. Mm-hmm. Coach Gillen joins us. Coach, it's always a pleasure. Thanks for joining us again. How you doing this morning?
17: Fine, Dave and Joe. Great to be with you guys. Yeah, when I was real young, I went to a, a Dodger game right around the Franco-Prussian War a long time ago. But I was there. We had some fun. Yeah, that's... A, you know what?
1: I, I see, too. They moved out in 57 of Ebbets Field. So, uh, you, know, you were you were just a kid, but, uh, you know... Some great uh, great tradition, uh, of course. Just feels feels like spring, doesn't it, Coach? March Madness, the tournament, you know, the Masters is around the corner. We got baseball back. It's a great, great time of the year. So um, let's let's jump in here and talk about one of your former clubs here in the Virginia, Virginia Cavaliers after a little bit of a scare. What did you think after the, the first half of the Gardner-Webb game? Were you thinking, oh, boy, here we go again right now? Yeah. What did you think after that first half?
17: I thought they'd be all right. I was a little concerned, you know, down thirty-six to thirty. But I thought I said, I, I think they'd be okay. they are go in there regroup, and they started out great the second half. So they went one going away. But I was a little concerned. So many turnovers. But uh, I thought they'd regroup. You know, it wasn't going to happen again. You know, I mean, they were they were, but they were a little nervous. You know, once again, everything in the back of their mind of that tough thing last year. But they're a different team this year, certainly. And DeAndre Hunter's playing. Of course, he didn't play last season, as you know, against UMBC in that game. So uh, they're more experienced team and they're much better offensively.
1: How do you like their matchup against uh against the Ducks tonight?
17: I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going and great, they're, you know, they're, they're Peyton Pritchard, their point guard is doing a heck of a job. Uh, the big guys inside are, are very effective. So I think it's going I think Virginia will win real nail biter, a close game probably in the in the 50s, 58, 56, something like that. I think it's going to be a, a low scoring close game.
2: Got a lot of line movement here, coach uh, already on the Florida State Gonzaga game, but that'll be the first game tonight. It's already moved up now to, to plus eight in a lot of books. So a lot of people back in Gonzaga here, but they've got some athletes, Florida State. The question is, can they match them from a shooting perspective? Do they have enough to keep this close, if
17: not win outright? I think they're going to win outright. I really do, uh, Dave and Joe. I think so. I mean, once again, they beat them last year. It's a different team, different era, of course. But, uh, yeah, you, know, you know they're great athletes. They're really deep. You know they bring guys off the bench. They score some like 38 points off the bench last game. They were terrific. So uh, and I, I think they they got a great chance to win. The athletes are off the charts. I think for Florida State, they, they uh, uh the you know the big guy inside Kevin Gelly is playing great. Terrence Mann, very talented forward. Uh, senior, 6'7 senior. So uh, I, I think, uh, you know, they, they got to watch Defender 3. Teams are shooting three three ball very good against them, I think 46%, which is the highest mm-hmm. of the remaining teams. But the bench is great. 38 points off the bench in the tournament It's unbelievable. And uh, Kevin Gelly is uh, two 20 point games. So uh, uh, the big guy for Florida State. So I think it's going to be a great game. But I'm picking an upset because the athleticism, wow. the speed uh, uh, of them. Yeah, yeah, you know, you can't always go chalk, Dave. You know what no, mean? I mean?
1: No, I got to go bolt. Gotta I got it, coach. Chalk. I got it. Gotta- my yep, let me go, let yeah, me go yeah. ahead
2: and get this money line bet in here. You yeah. guys talk among yourselves. <laughs>
1: my my bracket's busted, well, Coach, because I had New Mexico State going to the Sweet 16, so I I, I rolled the dice. <laughs> yeah,
17: I did, too. I had New Mexico State, too, to be honest with you. I, I thought that, you know, got to pick some upsets. They nearly
1: beat Auburn, Coach. They had him. We had the ball. We had a possession yeah. last shot. What do you, what, yeah. Coach? Yeah, I one had thing. New Mexico State, too. I want to ask you this. We see this, um, you know, we see it in the NBA often, too, but we see it in college as well. would you rather get a good shot off with like three seconds left and have to defend after it seems like so many times teams get these last shots off and they wait, they wait, they wait, or there's an isolation play and they tell everyone else to get out of the way. And you're not getting a nice shot off at the end of the game. It drives me crazy coach.
17: Yeah, it's important. You got to, it's that end of game execution. Coaches work on it a lot during the season. You know, they spend and the practice, maybe 15 minutes, a few days a week. Some do it every day. That's important, you know. I'll be honest with you. The game uh, Duke against UCF, which was a great game, right? Uh, at the end, uh, BJ Taylor took the shot. If you recall, the guard went in there and missed the kind of the, the runner uh, off the board. Now he was shooting two for nine all right before that shot. Two for nine. It's 22 percent. Okay. Now the guy that, my opinion, it's easy to coach from the sidelines sitting there with the potato chips on your couch. But, all right, uh, Aubrey Dawkins was was shooting, what, for eighteen at that time. 67 percent, 32. I would have gotten the ball to him, the top of the key, Aubrey Aubrey Dawkins, and just go. He he was on a mission because he wanted to go to Duke, I'm guessing, because his dad was assistant there for 10 years, of course, you know, Johnny Dawkins. So he was unbelievable. And uh, I would have had somebody screen him down to the, you know, baseline, come on up, get to the top of the key. No dribble used. Now take him. Everybody's get out of the way. I take my chances on that rather than B.J. Taylor, who was not really shooting well. He made some free throws, but he, he was not shooting great, two for nine at the time. So uh, execution at the end is very important, uh, Dave, you know, rather than, you know, waiting to the last second. But I would have got the ball at the top of the key with about, you know, nine, ten seconds to go for with Aubrey Dawkins.
1: So as far as Duke is concerned, um, you know, they've had some close scares, um, Duke, and Coach, what's it like? I imagine too. I mean, everybody you stated Dawkins had an agenda. You you know you you know wanted wanted to go there, but everybody wants to make a name for themselves. It's like you know against Zion Williamson, they know that they're under under the microscope. I get the feeling I don't think like oh Duke is gonna wilt under pressure per se, but they're getting the best from everybody right now. I get the feeling that Duke aren't gonna get to the title game. I don't know if it happens tomorrow yeah. night, the Virginia tech gets them or Michigan state gets them this weekend, but I get the feeling that Duke, you know, they're, they're going to run out of nine lives. In my opinion soon, coach, what's your take?
17: I agree, Dave. I agree. I mean, I coached against them for seven years when I was at, uh, uh Virginia and then NCA turn. We were fortunate to beat them once when I was at Providence in 97, we went, we had a real good team went to the lead eight. So we we're fortunate to beat them. But, uh, I think uh, I think Michigan State's going to knock them off. I think they'll beat Virginia Tech, but I like Michigan State a lot because of Cassius Winston, the outstanding point guard, is unbelievable. Nick Ward's a good strong guy inside. is a wing guy. So, I'm picking Michigan State. But once again, it's a coin toss. But a lot of times, on the other side of the coin, when a team escapes, and they escaped against UCF, all right, when they escape one game, a lot of times you know then it's up, up and away, and they wind up win the title. You know what I mean? So there's two ways to look at it. But I think they'll get beat. I think Michigan State can knock him off. There's a great point guard, Cassius Winston, and uh, Tom Izzo and Nick Ward inside, and Langford's on the wing. So I'm picking Michigan State, but uh, it's it's a coin toss right now. You know, you never know. But uh, you know, uh, once again, uh, you know Duke, they were very fortunate to escape that game.
2: Got to ask you too, Coach. Uh, you know, a lot of lot of love being thrown towards uh, Houston here. Obviously, Vegas loves them. They've only got them listed as a three point dog against the blue blood, in Kentucky, but. You know, they won 30 games. They only played one team in the top 20 this year, and that was an LSU team way back when in December. You can Kentucky is not Cincinnati. Kentucky is not, uh, you know, these teams that they have played. This is going to be the best competition Houston has ever seen, even without P.J. Washington. Uh, what do you think of this game? If they had them, would it be three points? Would we be looking more at seven or eight? Or uh, do you think they're good enough to overcome the fact that they haven't played anybody like Kentucky this year?
17: Yeah, I think they're going to win. I, I think uh, they got the fastest backcourt that's remaining, all right, and Corey Davis, Jr., Galen Robinson, Jr., and Almani Brooks. Lightning quick. They're veterans. They're fourth- and fifth-year guys, and Kentucky's great talent, of course, all right, without P.J. Washington, all right, without him playing, and even if actually plays, you know, they put him in so he could play, which I don't think he will, but, you know, uh, he's not going to be 100%. So, I think that they're going to have trouble. I think Houston's going to win the game because of the speed. I, I thought initially when the tournament started, Kentucky would beat them I mean, this week, in the sweetest Streams right now because uh, uh, without P.J. Washington, I think it's a different uh, kettle. He's their best player, leading scorer, terrific rebounder. So I'm, I'm picking uh, in an upset, according to Vegas. But I'm going with Houston because they're experienced. They're tough as nails. You know, they're hard-nosed guys. They're quick. They push the break. Yalen Robinson, Jr., the point guard for Houston. Nobody pushes the fast break. Like he does, and he kicks it out to the wings for three point shots for Corey Davis Jr. or Monty Brooks. And they got big guys inside They aren't great. They're kind of, you know, lunch pail guys that, you know, mug you and beat you up and everything. But I, I think I'm picking an upset there with Houston. Damn, we're
1: going dog shopping with Coach here, man. And,
17: Jeez. you know, we, we, had yeah, coach, well,
1: we had Coach Tom Brennan on earlier, former Vermont <laughs> Catamount coach, and he's on Houston as well, Coach.
17: Yeah, well, which again, maybe it's emotion. I know Kelvin Sampson very well. I was on a USA basketball uh, Olympic committee with him. We're we're picking the, you know, with about seven or eight other coaches a number of years ago. We're picking the minor championships like the the Pan American Games and the Goodwill Games or the World University Games. So I know Kelvin, so maybe it's a little emotional. And and I cry when supermarkets open, so I'm emotional. (laughs)
13: And I think, I
17: I seriously think they have an excellent chance of winning the game because their experience, their speed, their lightning quick. And if you know they're making their threes, I think they got an excellent chance to win. Coach, how
1: much you know, from a coaching perspective, as as a coach, we forget it's not just about the kids, it's about the coach, it's it's the coach's careers as well. How much does it change weekend by weekend, like you know from the opening weekend, is the pressure different with the Sweet 16? Do you feel it with the kids, and then you get into the Elite Eight, like you know us as fans, I almost feel the tension as a Michigan fan. Like, all right, now it sort of gets real tonight. This gets this gets more serious. How, how you know? How do you coach this? How, you know, how difficult is it to coach through a tournament? Because I look at a coach like Beeline. He's been so successful in tournament settings, be it the Big Ten tournament or the NCAA tournament. What's what's the emotion like going week to week in here when you get to the next round from the you know from the opening into the Sweet Sixteen? Yeah, that's
17: a great question. Well, well, for me, we were fortunate. We were, I was in the NCAA tournament nine times, seven to Xavier one at Providence. We went to the Elite eight. I was our best team. And then one at Virginia, my last stop in, in it. We had four times, but uh, one at Virginia and NCA. Um, but I, I always felt the same. Honestly, each game was, you know, so big, you know, in the term because it's one and done it's Russian roulette. So I didn't make, you know, a big thing. I mean, uh, maybe the one exception was maybe uh, in 97, we went to the elite eight. We played Arizona uh, to go to the final four. So that might've been the, the most, I guess, pressure, I guess, but usually, Along the way, each one's big. Each one's a lot, But that, now when you get down, you know, to the Elite Eight, I think then then it gets, you know, because you're one step away from Nirvana, you know what I mean, from the the, the Holy Land, if you will. So uh, that was the one that made a difference, you know, when I, when I was watching the Coach Providence in 97 against Arizona in the Elite Eight game.
1: Coach uh, Pete Killer with us. Unfortunately, we've only got about 30 seconds or so. Auburn, North Carolina, any take on this game? I think the Heels, I think it's a good matchup for them. I think, you know, Auburn's going to play right into their hands, and I, th- I think North Carolina kind of cruises here. What's your opinion on this one?
17: Well, I'm picking North Carolina. I picked them to win it all because of their front line. Now, the two games they've had so far against Iona, they doubled Iona in rebounding, 52 to 26. Against Washington, they doubled. Washington in total rebounds, right, 48 to 24. So when you're that strong on the boards, and I know they're going up a level, of course, with Auburn, but I I think their rebounding is good. Kobe White, the freshman point guard, is playing out of his mind right now, 17 points, I think, his last game. So I I think uh, uh, North Carolina wins, but Auburn is dangerous.
1: Thanks for the time, Coach.
16: Pick up your phone and call right now,
11: 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517, 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California
1: Gillen and uh, Tom Brennan for joining us on the program. Uh, strong stuff here this morning. Um, we got the press, so it balances out. Great guest and then the press. Uh, but all kidding aside, we'll see what the press has in store for us. Uh, sweet 16. Maybe uh, press probably got he got hockey. Joe, probably press doesn't even know there's a sweet 16 tonight. I the Chicago Blackhawks tonight. <laughs> how did uh how did Toronto do it last night? The uh, Toronto uh, Maple Leafs um, lost last night exactly. to the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah. Although the funniest thing, actually, it was it was a bad spot. Um, the Leafs kind of, the Leafs kind of know they're playing the Boston Bruins in the playoffs. Like the Leafs are sort of in nowhere's land right now. But I think we could play this actually because it's not, you know, it's not. Um, it's just from a fan. It's not like uh, the game or anything. Uh, actually, you know what? Let's let's do this. We can't be fearful forever, Joe. For the record, yeah, we played the. It wasn't a good idea to play the Peyton Manning bit the other day.
2: <laughs> it was still funny.
1: Yeah, it was. Like, <laughs> that's why I don't see my 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 emails with the guests because I got ninety nine emails like, of, like what the <laughs> hell's this going on here? Like, whoa well, I don't know. I don't know I wasn't on the show. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, so basically, for all you people that hate gritty, gritty got assaulted last night. Really? Yeah, yeah, but for real. Is Cam okay? <laughs> it's, it's, it's too good. Yeah,
2: I was getting yeah. can I'm still. I'm still waiting for that golfer he gave us yesterday to win a uh, to win a match here. He got smoked.
1: He did okay yesterday, actually. Is his matchup. Hey, I gave I gave one matchup pick yesterday, and it won. I said Woodland, and he won. All right, here, I'm sending, I'm sending it over to you here, Joe.
2: All so, right, send it over.
1: Yeah, yeah, don't worry. I'll take responsibility. Um, Let's see here. It's, it's, it's like it's a gritty and intermission type thing. It's not, uh, there's no copyright. What is his name? Afa Barnett? Uh, uh, Karach?
2: Ketarach, uh, Afa Barnett? I never heard of the dude, but I took him because he said so.
1: Yeah, Kiran Ash Afa Barnrat. Sucked. He's usually. I swear to God, that was like his only loss. I'm I'm not just saying that. I'm not just saying that. Like like one third of the Yeah, I know. Cam, I did the show with him yesterday. He was boasting. I had that. I had that. I'm like, how did Alfred Barnrad do? He goes, ah, not good. You
2: guys send me videos. I get yelled at. So am I allowed to play this?
1: Yeah, yeah. This is good. Don't worry. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's from the. Uh, it's, It's a fan video from the arena. So, basically, right. this is Gritty. They had a bunch of kids on the ice last night in Philadelphia. And this kid, like, was trying to kill Gritty for real. Like, it's not even like, look at, like, all right, it's kind of funny. haha. All right, Gritty's oh, running away from around. the kid. Oh, oh, wait. Oh. Right, he's got to dodge the kids. Watch the kid now. He starts oh. swinging a stick. <laughs> 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 Dude, that's, like, real. Like, Gritty, like, was- gets pissed here. He's like, hey, kid, he grabs a stick from the kid. He grabs a stick, get this, though, the kid wants to fight now. Yeah, he's like, come on, let's go. And the kid's like, let's go. And the kid yeah. drops the gloves and starts going at him. Yeah. Philadelphia, at I'm him. telling you, these this kid's going to grow up and look gritty had to like pick him up and carry him away. This wasn't part of the, the stick here.
2: <laughs> look at him, he's bent.
1: <laughs>
2: look him, he's like, that's it, get this kid yeah, out of here.
1: I'm going to do something your dad should have done a long time ago. Exactly. That's like, it. He's no. got me. Basically, that little kid that's swinging a stick at Gritty is going to be throwing batteries at a Dallas Cowboy player in 10 years. That is out of an eagle he game. He is bent. Look at the kid. He's obsessed. What? I'm going to kill Gritty. This kid, he's relentless. Well, it's like the first half. This kid. kid's got the stick in Whack. the
7: air and everything.
1: Like you guys, people think, oh, it's a big deal. He's a kid. That kid swung that stick, and that mascot outfit's not that thick, dude. He doesn't have pads on and stuff. Like, you're getting hit with a baseball bat, essentially. Like, Look at it! Look at it! Like, and he's bent. Look at it. he's like, oh yeah, come on! Look at it. he throws down. You know, the kid's coming. In. It would be great if Grady would have dropped the kid. Yeah, Like I'd awesome. like him. Dr- like Grady just slammed the kid on right down. Bam.
2: uh Oh, this just in. We've been banned in four hundred countries around the world for showing this. Thanks.
1: Morning after continues. <laughs>
6: Indeed, the world's number one job site, Source score Total Visits.
18: Hi, I'm Keith Irvin. I believe every child is entitled to a complete and inspiring education. Music education programs in our schools help kids learn, socialize, gain confidence, and stay in school. But they need your help to survive. Mr. Holland's Opus Foundation gives school music programs the instruments they need to make this opportunity available to every student who wants to play. With your help,
1: Morning after Fantasy Sports Radio and Television Network, iHeartRadio, YouTube, and um, Sports Byline, Every everything else in between. All right. Mm. Um, I am Gabriel Morenzi at Midtown Manhattan. Uh, countdown is on. we got baseball. Uh, we've got hockey. We've got Sweet 16. We've got golf. We've got a little bit of everything uh, for people today. But uh, Countdown is on to baseball right now. I've got, uh, this is what I call basically, uh, Joe. It's. I guess you can call it the degenerate special. Mm. I've often referred to it as sort of the. Um, it's the uh, the crackhead degenerate uh, bet of the day. Like and that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And mm. I got your yep. attention now, right? And yep, yep. Yeah, this is like, like this is like when you're people have bet with a bookie. know, like you, you know, Sunday's the last day of the week with most bookies after Sunday night football. Like the week closes, and you know, that, mm-hmm. and, you know, and you pay you pay that Thursday or Friday whatever, and you, you know, for the next week. So like you're like, man, I got to double money up, and then I got to flip it over. I got to do this and that. What's the best way to do it? Um, will there be a run in the first inning prop? Nice. Of baseball games. This is a big one. I'm known for this one. <laughs> like, like, I've been known for this one over the years, and this is when you got to have it, and you got to have it now, Joe. I don't have time for five innings. I don't have time for nine innings. I need to win now. What's the fastest way I can win a bunch of money right now? You bet. Will there be a run in the first inning of a baseball game? It's Love one this. of my favorite props. And I'm known for, like, long field goal prop. is something that nobody ever played before. I told people about it. I'm not going to say I'm the first one ever to bet like, will there be a run in the first inning. But there's not really a lot of people that will bet this routinely. and I've been known for it over the years. God, it's a degenerate rush, though. You're betting, mm. will there be a run in the first inning of a baseball game, Joe? <laughs>
2: Man, I'm looking for it right now.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The books will have it.
2: Uh-huh.
1: Books will have it. And I'll tell you right now, I'm looking at one here right now. New York, every book has this prop, too. Every book has it. It's not like it's obscure. Um, New York Mets, Washington Nationals, Scherzer, Grub. Will there be a run in the first inning? I say no. Minus 155. Mm. I don't think there'll be a run in the first inning in that game.
2: Yep. Minus 155.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Now, today you got the Aces, but it is the first game of the year. Now, another interesting thing. What do you think about this, Joe? The Mets and the Nationals. See, You've got DeGrom. You've got Scherzer. The two mm. co-favorites to win the, the Cy Young Award this year in the National League. The total, six and a half. Mm. Now, in the first game of the year, wouldn't it be crazy to let DeGrom pitch like eight innings or something, even if he's pitching well and Scherzer? Wouldn't these guys be on like sort of a, if I'm a manager, I'm not, I'm getting these guys out after six or so. I'm not in the first game. I don't want Scherzer throwing 140 pitches.
2: I can't, even if it's going well, I can't see them going more than five, maybe five or six. I mean, so why would you even risk it?
1: I mean, They never really let it go in spring, you know what I mean? Like Not these days. I'm no, just saying, like, it seems like the over, I'm not saying to bet the over, but I think we get the best early. We yeah. get the best early. And also, I think it's going to be tough for batters today. A little chillier weather, and also, mm-hmm. they've faced a lot of scrubs uh, in cactus and grapefruit and they haven't seen a real pitch. You know what I mean? They've seen pitches, yep. and they've seen, all right, 95, whatever. You're standing up there. Like, you're you're on the Mets. You were in Syracuse two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and now, suddenly, Scherzer's bringing his egg stuff at you. Could be a little bit of a problem. The only thing is, and I, I'd like to get the numbers here. We'll look it up, actually. I'll look it up here in a second. But there are runs. Like, a lot of pitchers, Joe, you can get to them early. Like, a lot of times you'll see, like, Clayton Kershaw will give up a home run or two in the first inning, and then he won't give up a run for the rest of the game. Exactly. A lot of these aces, they get hit early, and if you don't get them in the first inning, you ain't getting them. Nope. Right? And another thing is, too, as you know, these these guys throw the ball so hard nowadays, man. Like, it cook, like, little tick, and oh, God, it's over the fence. You talked about it, like, opposite field home runs nowadays, like Harper's going to get.
16: Yep.
2: Big time, too. And you know, usually it's the reverse where I, maybe the second or third time through a lineup, you know, I mean, you give the uh, you, you give the edge to the hitter, but not when it come when you're talking to guys like Scherzer and Degrom, it's you've got you get them early or you don't get them at all.
1: Yeah. So uh, will there be a, a run in the in the first inning? So first inning runs, New York and New York and Washington is the one that sort of that's the one that catches my eye the most.
2: What is Houston and uh, Tampa there with Verlander and Snell? Oh, What's call. that? Uh,
1: that is Houston. Uh, it is. Oh, wait, I got first and a half inning runs. Will there be a run in the first inning? It is 165. Mm. I don't know. Which really isn't a smart bet, laying the juice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, S- yeah. Same with the 50 cents, the one I like, 55. But Hmm. Houston and Tampa, yeah. yeah. This one's what's interesting, Joe. Minus 150, yes, in the Cubs and the Rangers in the first inning.
2: And that's in Arlington or that's in Chicago? That's in Arlington. That's in Arlington, yeah.
1: I almost want to take, like, the plus money, like, to say no, right? Yeah, exactly. Here's another one. And you get into colder weather, shadows as well, maybe a 3 p.m. Mm-hmm. start and you know stuff like this. But how about you got Corey Kluber taking on Burials today in Minnesota? Yes. No run in the first innings, minus 150. Like if we took no run in the first inning in a Nationals game against the Mets, so we got Scherzer versus DeGrom, no run in the first inning. No run, what is it, Verlander versus um, Snell? Snell, yep. All right. And and then and then in this last one, it's uh, Kluber versus Barrios. I think we probably go two and one, if not three and zero, with those plays.
2: Yeah, and don't forget it. the Indians probably won't have Ramirez, Lindor, or Kipnis in the lineup. So who's going to score a run in the first inning there when you don't have three or you know three or four of your best guys? There at the top of the order for the Indians. It ain't You ain't scoring.
1: I think the Twins could be worth a look today, too. It's like a pick them. It's like minus 105, minus 110 or so. Yeah.
2: Yeah, That's I, I kind of like the – I like Kluber, and I like the under in this game. Seven and a half, eight runs. I don't think either one of these teams is going to score any runs.
1: So, yeah, no run in the first inning, guys. It's just if you're thinking, ah, you know what? We're, we're giving you some real degenerate stuff here. I'm going to yeah. tell you what people shouldn't tell you to do. Get a bookie and rack up the credit this week. <laughs> Get a bookie oh. and put in all these baseball futures. It'll piss your bookie off. <laughs> yep. i like, like I used to have a guy at five thousand dollars a week credit, Joe. All right. So I had a guy at five dimes credit. It was a website, and it really pissed him off. I put all five dimes of it. I put all five dimes of it on on baseball futures. Yeah. And then I didn't bet, but then the next week came and I had a new $5 dollar credit, right? So I started betting and he was like, Yo, You can't do that. You can't just put five and still bet five. I was like, Well, I kind of just did, it, didn't I?
2: Yeah. I'm pretty sure I just handled it, didn't
1: He's I? He's like, You can't have 10,000 active. It's 5,000 active. I said, Yeah, but it's 5,000 per week. Yeah. Exactly. And I said, It's still pending. I was right. It was still pending. Oh, he was pissed. Because yeah. he realized I just got down $5,000 of good futures yep. with them for no money down, right? For zero. Yeah, for zero. That's It's the only time of the year, guys, I'll recommend a bookie. It's the only time of the year right now. Yep. I, I, man, I tell you right now, there's no way in hell the Mets win uh, 80, 86 games. There's no way the Mets are 10 games over 500. And I'd put $1,000 down on it right now if I could get this down. I put $2,000 down, but I don't have $2,000 to go give to FanDuel cash right now to wait six months for an even money bet. But I'll do it on credit. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a responsible gambler. Like
2: a true degenerate.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Bob. I knew you'd like that, Joe. Bob in Vermont. What's up, Bob? Mm -hmm. You ready for some baseball, Bob?
18: Of course, the Yankees
1: are going to kick some butt today. Of course, against the Orioles. Well, wait. Last year we had problems with the
2: Orioles. I thought we went, we went to the break to at 24. 24. What? They're just playing music
1: to huh? screw them. All right, uh, hang on, Bob. We'll get we'll get back to you, Bob. Hang in there. On a break. I, 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 we can't screw them that hard. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he got like two minutes. It was 20 seconds. Sorry, Bob. Hang yeah, in there. Yeah,
2: yeah. Hold hang on. Hold on, Bobby.
11: That's 800-223-0992
15: Being a new parent means every high and low you can imagine. And enter the code SPORTS at checkout for $20 off. That's myevos.com. M-Y-E-V-O-Z.com.
1: I'm bringing it backstage and you drinking my glass. Morning After continues. Fantasy sports, the radio, television networks, uh, iHeart Radio, Sports, uh, Byline TV, and everything else in between. Countdown is on. To uh, to baseball and I got to tell you, man, I'm clicking more than Pete Rose here right now. I'm putting together my baseball uh, baseball uh, plays, and I'm like, oh, I'll take it easy today, Joe. And now I'm already, I've already got. Yeah,
2: I got easiness working out.
1: <laughs> no, I'm not even. At, I'm not even at three o'clock yet, and I've already got how many do I got here? I've got uh, one, two, three, four, 5. I got five plays, and we're not even uh, at five o'clock yet. I'm talking in the skin. Like, there's more coming. You know
2: what I mean? like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There's there's plenty more coming.
1: Yeah, like the Mets, Nationals, no run in the first inning. That's a good, good one. I'm going to lay a run and a half with the Yankees. Screw the parlays. 175. I know it's a stupid bet. I'm doing it. Yankees yep. win 6-2 or something. Or like 7-3. Um, game goes over. Yankees minus one and a half. Braves plus 170. Feeling brave. Um Blue Jays blow, but I think they win today with Marcus Stroman. Astros Rays, no run in the first. Let's bring in the Prez, wagertalk.com. See what uh, the president hmm. has to say. Prez, what's up, Prez? I'm giving you the red card. Red card. <laughs> you're out. I, I, I thought you were bearing gifts. Is that like a credit card you're giving me or something? Foul. Foul. No, we start with a yellow card.
19: Yeah, you don't. Oh,
1: not for Gabe Moretz. <laughs> so what am I getting kicked oh, out Sir for? Joe Ranieri, but not you. What am I getting kicked <laughs> out? First off, I can't get kicked out of my own show. But secondly, <laughs> well, I could, but it'll I happen eventually. I didn't even try to warn you, man. Not by it's you, Press. So what What, what, yeah, what, what am I getting a boot eventually? for? What's
19: up, brother? I'm playing under in the Cincinnati game uh, in baseball today.
1: Under. under in the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. Right? We got the, what is it? That's it's the, it. That's it the Pirates out. game, right? Isn't yeah. that? Pion uh... and, uh, and uh, Castillo, eight and a half. Oh. Why do you like the under here, uh, Prez? Oh, we lost the press. All right, we'll, uh, we'll get the He gave press you back. a red card and he took off. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah who's who's gone and who's out now Joe see yeah there you go red card to the press yeah 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 who's uh, who's out now Prez who lasted all see he red carded himself I've outlasted a lot of people in this industry <laughs> so why do you like uh why do you like the under in this game Prez? red's uh Reds have some pretty explosive bats red carded again. <laughs> All
2: right, yeah, you got red carded again, man.
1: I feel like he's right. the uh, he's the Chicago Blackhawk mascot. <laughs> It'll be a red card, red card for the the pit here soon. Yeah, <laughs> I like Whoa. the system, yellow cards, and uh, I like that too. They have that actually in Toronto with the games, Joe. Do they? Yeah, yeah. I got uh, for fans. Yeah, I got yeah, I got. A, I never got a red card. But I got a yellow card at a Raptor game before. Oh, sweet. I'm having
19: internet issues. And to think I woke up early to be on your show.
1: Early? It's 1130 in the morning.
19: (laughs) That's early, brother.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You look like you you haven't slept. It's true. (laughs)
19: Hey, Lobster Joe Ranieri, I hear you're going away this weekend with my boys.
2: I am. As a matter of fact, we got a little Florida Derby to to attend here. Should be uh, a degenerate paradise.
1: Nice, the Florida Derby. I take the Florida Derby winner to win a Kentucky Derby every year. And I've been doing it since 1995. Thunder Gulch uh, got it done. And I, it didn't win, but it didn't work for me for like 13 years. But the last couple of years, everybody's been doing it. The Florida Derby winner, I think, has produced maybe two of the last four Kentucky Derby uh, mm. winners. But I'll ask one more time if it doesn't work, then I'm not asking again and we're, uh, we're moving forward. Uh, why do you like the Reds and the Pirates under?
19: Oh, Gabe, I don't give reasons. I just give bets.
1: (laughs) You got our callers can do that.
19: Yeah, yeah, but they don't win like me. (laughs) You know, head over to wager dot com and uh, buy my package. All my reasonings are right there for you.
1: All right. So what other uh, what other picks do you have for us without reason?
19: (laughs) Uh, You want a reason, dude? I'll, I'll, I'll read you. I wrote a page of analysis. You want me to read it to you?
1: No, 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 no. no, no. We've already been no. through. We've had enough reading today. Um,
19: okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what am I playing tonight, brother? I'm playing the Detroit Pistons against Orlando. I'm playing the under in the Michigan-Texas Tech game. Man, that Michigan defense is unbelievable. Uh, and both of these teams, Gabe, uh, they're two of the slowest-paced teams in the league. I mean, they're literally Joe Ranieri in bed. That Ooh.
1: slow. That's an yes. image. Uh, that that's an image yeah. we don't really need here. Totals yeah, 125. <laughs> Listen, we had yeah, the
19: coach. I bet, a, I bet it a couple of days ago at 127, but yeah, it's dropped to 125. I still like it.
1: Yeah, well, you get 125, 125 and a half now, and I don't know was it which was it Brennan uh, Joe or was it uh, Gillen? One of the coaches said they're looking at this game as like a low 50s type of game. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. i you'd be hard pressed to find points here, man. I hit the I hit the under in that St. Mary's Villanova game last week. This this one sort of feels similar. Where, man, yeah, both teams could be in the mid twenties at the half here. <laughs> like, except, yeah, it's I hate betting these low numbers uh, so much. We got a real low number here, buck nineteen and a half. Uh, Oregon and Virginia as well, guys. There's a low total. You know what I like here? We didn't talk about it too much. The over of the Purdue-Tennessee game. That game's going over tonight.
19: Yeah, it's going to be a high-scoring game. It's going to be a fun game to watch. I mean, not as fun as tomorrow's North Carolina game, uh, which is in the 160s. But uh, And it's going to be the close game. It's the shortest line, minus one and a half. But Tennessee, I mean, an over and under of 146. And Yeah, I mean, both teams uh, could get into the 80s. This is going to be a very fast-paced, fast-moving game. And kind of like Joe now.
2: and in bed. Yeah, Oh, d- another fantastic picture there. Uh, don't look now, but there's a lot of public money coming in on Gonzaga. It keeps pushing the uh, the number up here. Florida State plus eight. I, I gotta believe at plus eight, the sharps got to be jumping all over Florida State. I- Gonzaga is not going to be eight points better than Florida State. Uh, is are they, Prez? You know, Joe, we've got a lot of sharps. Ar- I've got
19: a lot of sharps around me, and I'll tell you flat out. Uh, there's no real consensus here. Some of the best guys I know are betting the Zags, and Mm. a few guys I know are betting Florida State. I mean, right now, the money's coming in on Gonzaga. I don't think it'll stop. Uh, Gonzaga's just looked so good uh, all year. I I like the bet. You know, Mm. I think Gonzaga will win by anywhere from uh, 8 to 12.
1: The Prez. Uh, with us, eight to twelve I like points. Nice shirt, Gabe. I, uh, nice. I'm a big game today. Big, big, uh, big, uh, big game today. So we're we're busting. Uh, we're but we're busting out. I wore this when Michigan beat um when Michigan beat Houston last year. Last on the weekend, I, I wore a Michigan basketball jersey. But uh, this this one, I have some good memories with. And I, I am superstitious like this, guys. I actually took off a jacket once during the Super Bowl and threw it in the garbage in a casino. It was a real nice one, too. Mm. Like, I, I realized that's
19: so that... funny. I found a jacket in the garbage at a casino once. I still Ooh. wear it to this day, but not when I bet, because I always lose.
1: It's got yeah, that, bad... That, that, that's, why, that's why you have bad... That's why you have bad luck, Press. But, <laughs> I thought you a rich, Press. What are, you fishing through, what are you fishing through my garbage for, anyways? Um, oh,
19: I never said I was rich uh i'm definitely not vegas dave have you guys seen that showtime com- vid- uh documentary
2: oh god um, th- threw up a little in my mouth i'm not gonna it. lie no i haven't no it
19: was Again, terrible it's, it's phenomenal it's on showtime uh, it's a four-parter uh
1: hey, i'm happy for kelly Mr. good for kelly like um uh, kelly's great she was on the show she was in studio with us good for wager talk and, you know, oh yeah, they
19: gave us great. They gave us great plug-in. I mean, we, we, you know, we're such a professional company in such a negative space, and uh, they are really able to show that. Yeah, Gabe Kelly's incredible, man. I mean, it, it doesn't get much better than her.
1: Oh, she's on fire right now. She's uh, she, she's on fire right now. Her picks and uh, in, in the industry and stuff, doing very well. But I read a great review. I read a great review of um, of the show, a well, great review. They didn't like it, but it was on the Daily Beast, and it was basically they sort of countered like the they were like the dark side of sports gambling. It wasn't a very flattering article. It basically stated like about Vegas Dave that, you know, he talks about being the highest roller in the world, but in reality, his mother has to bail him out of jail, and he <laughs> lives down the street from his mother, and what I don't understand is, too, I guess he doesn't bet. He had to go to Gambler's Anonymous, and he doesn't bet, and he's selling picks. So it's like, yeah, it's great, buddy. Your picks were so great, you went bankrupt and had to go to Gambler's Anonymous. Like, I got to love people that don't bet their own picks. Well, oh, I, I yeah. wouldn't bet this pick, but I'll sell it to you. Hey, listen, I, Vegas Dave, gave every, I'll give every, him credit. He's a boiler room guy. You know what I mean? He's a salesman, and it worked. He's making money. You know,
19: it's amazing that in this day and age, these Boiler Room guys still exist. But exactly. supposedly, um, <sighs> supposedly, showtime, uh, this coming episode, this Sunday at 8 Eastern, uh, does uh, is negative towards Vegas, Dave. So we'll see what happens. I mean, it's a shame he's getting so much pub. Uh, let's stop talking about him, dude. What, what
1: other games you want to know about? You brought him up. I got nothing That's against him. I I'm just see it for what it is, right? There's a difference, like you said. The best handicappers, they're not the ones that are, um, you know, they're not the ones that are the the best salesmen. As you, I don't have to tell you, prez, you know the business inside out, right? You know, picking winners as a handicapper in the boiler room world is really irrelevant, actually.
19: I can't believe it exists. We're out of here, brother. We're Take done. Gonzaga tonight under in Michigan. Detroit Pistons and the under in Cincinnati. I love
1: you guys. Hey, Prez, four picks from the press. Nice. Wager Talk. Get there. WagerTalk.com.
0: It's college basketball season, and the Mammoth Park Sportsbook by William Hill is your best bet to watch and wager on all the games leading up to the big tournament. Watch every minute of action on our 75-foot HD video wall. Wager on props, parlays, over-unders, and much more. Go to mammothpark.com for hours and information. Excludes New Jersey college teams and college events taking place in New Jersey. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
3: Oh, 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 if your vehicle is riding rough, it may be time for new shocks or struts. Right now at O'Reilly Auto Parts, buy a combination of 2 or 4 Select Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts and get up to an $80 Visa gift card by mail. Improve your ride with Monroe or Rancho shocks and struts at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supplies, See store for oh, oh, oh,
9: My energy level has gone up, and don't think different is Andro 400. It's great stuff. I tried other products, and nothing happened.
8: Guys, if you'd like to lose stubborn belly fat, gain energy, and feel years younger, try Andro 400, the safe, natural, and affordable way to boost your testosterone. Go to andro400.com or call 888-400-0435. 888-400-0435. And- Hi,
18: I'm Keith Evans.
1: Quality song here, a little Slipknot. All right, we appreciate uh, everyone joining us here this morning. Uh, even uh, DFS today uh, in our uh, in our chat. Um, and uh, we had Bob on earlier, and um, it was like a 10-second call, and you know mm. that was uh, even you know it was a, we couldn't we couldn't leave Bob hanging just just like that. We'll get to Bob. Uh, we'll get Bob back on uh, in a second. Uh, baseball is uh, is approaching. I was talking about the baseball picks that we're putting together here. We got quite a few of them already. Mets Nationals, no run in the first inning, minus one fifty-five. Yankees, minus a run and a half, minus one seventy-five. Or if you haven't bet the basketball yet tonight, guys, I don't have a problem with it. You could take the Yankees and Gonzaga on the money line, or the Yankees Gonzaga Virginia parlay. I think the Yankees are good parlay material. But I'll just lay the run and a half, minus 175. Uh, we're not going to be all chalk. Give me the Braves as an underdog, plus 170. Toronto Blue Jays, minus 136. Astros Rays no run in the first inning. And uh, what else we got here? Four. I like the Marlins uh, in the Rockies game, actually. I like the Rockies to beat the Marlins. That's pretty much it, actually. I think that's my... I'm thinking about the Dodgers, too. The Dodgers, the price isn't that bad here with the Dodgers. What is it now? The Dodgers, uh, 165 against Greinke and the D-backs. Uh, the other games I don't really love. Or is it, uh, you get Bumgur. San Diego is an interesting uh, game here. against San Francisco, Joe, minus 125. Yeah, the last two picks I like. Yeah, I like the Rockies. And give me the Twins on their home field. You mentioned it. All those injuries uh, to the the Cleveland Indian lineup, the bats are a little thin. Yep.
2: Yep, absolutely correct. Uh, And that's why when I went under in that game over there, I agree with you with the Padres. Uh, Padres minus, uh, I think, a buck-09 or a buck-05 is where it was hovering around. Uh, Baumgartner, not great, uh, by the way, in his career over at Petco. And uh, I do like that lineup with Manny Machado in there now. And I do think the... San Diego Padres will have no problem at home winning this game. Uh, also, I'm going to take a flyer on the Tampa Bay Rays too, taking care of business here on the money line plus 125. Why not? Uh, at this particular point, you got the you got the Cy Young Award winner going on there, so that's not a bad uh, that's not a bad way to go. And keep an eye on the uh, the Braves and Phillies. I like the over there at eight if you can still get it. With that wind blowing out here, I think we could get uh, we could get a whole bunch of home runs in that uh, in that park there, and uh, hell, even the Phillies might be able to score eight themselves there because we know what uh, Tehran is uh, is good for a couple of long
1: balls. I've got uh, seven picks here, pretty degenerative out of the gate here. Seven baseball picks.
2: That's fantastic.
1: I was thinking, ah, nah, I was taking it easy today. Baseball Sweet Sixteen starts. No, no, we got seven picks all in yep. the afternoon.
2: I like the home dogs. I like Tampa. I like the uh, you know. I like the um, uh, the Marlins too uh, as a home dog. Why not? All right,
1: let's bring in uh, Bob. What about Bob? What's up, Bob? Bobby. Yankees will win today, but nonetheless, Orioles. Um,
18: I say three runs. All right,
1: that's good. Uh We'll take it.
18: Yeah. Yeah. I only need. Remember when you were talking about the Patriots? Cheating yep. all the time? Yep.
13: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Remember
18: that game against the Jets when uh, that guy who retired the referee took away the way the Jets touched down against the Patriots last year? The Jets mm-hmm, touchdown mm-hmm. last year, too. Mm-hmm. What was that guy who retired this year? He was on, uh, what's that
1: referee I don't like?
18: I told you this game, remember?
1: I have no idea what you're talking about, Bob.
18: <laughs> that referee that retired, uh, Skeletor.
1: Oh, okay, uh, yes, yes. Sterator. Star- oh, Star- yes. Gene Sterator. Yeah. He-
18: yeah, he's a he's the one who screwed up the paint. That was
1: the two games, the Pittsburgh Steelers. He took that touchdown away from James. Oh, the James and, touchdown. Sterator, all right. Yeah. You know Sterator. Yeah, guy- Sterator thinks- is the um he's the actual he's actually the NCAA college basketball rules expert. You see that, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, he was People are wondering too. They're like, Why well, I saw like Twitter blowing up. They're like, Why the hell is an NFL referee he was a big college guy know. doing the yep. doing the, the college stuff and they didn't realize that exactly. I guess if He's you're dig- an idiot. you're a degenerate gambler. Yeah, you should have known that. If you're a degenerate gambler and you watch college basketball, you know Sterator also is a college basketball referee. Long and, time, yeah. Yeah, the big
17: gates tomorrow though, guys.
1: What's
18: that, Bob? The big game's tomorrow. Duke's going to lose tomorrow, big time tomorrow.
1: Yeah, there's a big game tonight, tomorrow too. Of big game with Michigan. And well, Texas I, w-
18: Tech. I want North Carolina tonight. All right. Definitely North Carolina tonight. That's tomorrow. And Duke's tomorrow going down.
1: North Carolina's tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow too. Oh,
18: I thought it was tonight, North Carolina. No, that's oh, tomorrow. I got it wrong. Yeah, that's All nice. right, take North Carolina tomorrow night, and then Duke's going to
1: lose tomorrow night. All right, so what's your prediction and for, then I for did- the Yankee game? What? What's the score? I say it will be six to three. All right, six three. Push on the total. All right. Okay, thanks, Bob. Yep. No. And the Mets will win today too. Oh. Okay. I you might be pushing it now.
2: Yeah.
1: Actually, could. Thanks for the call, no. Bob. They actually could. The Mets could win. I can't bet every damn game, though, Renary. I already, yeah, I already yeah. have seven baseball bets here. Uh, doing that whole
2: could thing is uh, is dangerous when you got all thirty teams in action. Wow, what a plus! A Sweet Sixteen, Jesus!
1: What a, what a start we're off to here with uh, with yeah. the baseball season. I got seven bets. <laughs> yeah, it's terrible because now I'm playing. I'm
2: fading all the favorites in the golf uh, matches today too.
1: I'm actually getting mad now too because I already have my day planned, mm. and I'm actually thinking. I'm, I'm like, man, how come I'm not going to Fanduel just to bet all these games? And like, <laughs> I'm like, damn it! Yeah, like I'm like, yeah, I'm I'm listen. It's a blessing and a curse, Joe. And I don't know if you you, you this is the same with you, but we're we're blessed to have this gig, right? You know, you get paid to talk about sports. Great, you know, we're we're very blessed to have it. But at the same point in time, you know, I you know, I don't have time to to sometimes make money in the gambling world like I could. Of course, like you know, it's not it's not rocket science. Like people are telling me, Oh, Mrenzi, your picks are great on Saturdays. It's like, yeah, because I'm not waking up at 6 in the morning and doing eight hours of TV and radio, right? <laughs> I can sit there for three hours and cap, right? I can exactly. read, like, it's a poem, yeah. son of a bitch in this. It's like, you don't realize yep. life comes at you fast with this stuff, right? So it's like, I can't, like, you know, most people, be like, All right, I'm going to go to the sports book and I'll sit down, I'll fill out the sheet and I can eat lunch and I'll get my bets in. For me, yep. it's like, well, I got 22 minutes. I get, I take the bus there, and I get an Uber, and I get back to the show, and I can do the interview. Like everything's always like, okay, I got to like, I got to plan everything in ahead. Like for a spontaneous guy, I really do think, all right, tomorrow I got to take an hour and get out to the book. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I can't just, you know, we can't just uh, sit around gambling all day as much as I like to.
2: No. And that should be, uh, people should know, too. That's why it's not just like, That's oh, let's wake up, true. who do you like? You actually need, uh, you, you got to put the time and the effort in. If you're going to be any good at capping sports, you can't do it an hour a day.
1: No, no, time, time, time. You know, you don't need yep. eight hours. You know, over-analysis can lead to paralysis. Absolutely. Yep. You know, like, whatever works for you. You know, me, basically, it's, it's a couple hours, Joe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yep. You know, it's like an hour, half. Because really, it's like gut instinct right away. Like, you know the yep. pit in your stomach, right? You look at yep. the spreads like, right, yes, no, yes, no. And then I'm like, all right, give me a reason not to. That's right. the way I look at it. I'll actually look at the negatives as opposed to just being, oh, no, no. Like, I'll say, like, give me a reason not to bet this. And I'll, all right, I'll sort of contemplate it. I'll take a step back for like half an hour or so. I may or may not uh, blaze a few. And then uh, I'll sit down again and say, all right. This is for real now. Final answer, yes or no. But I've always found, dude, the best bets are the ones you know right away. Always. Like on Sunday night, like when Sunday night football, like when Sunday night's over the NFL and you look at the lines the next week, you know what you like right away when you look. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? You just know, Oh, look at that number. Ooh, look at that. You know what I mean? The, the first instinct's the best. When you're sitting there and analyzing things all week, you can talk yourself in or out of anything, Joe.
2: That's it. Yep, so
1: true. I know a dude. I know a guy. Um, uh, so Cain Velasquez, big MMA fighter, he was fighting Brock Lesnar. I know mm-hmm. a guy that he trains with. All right, Phil Baroni. So Phil Baroni trains with Cain Velasquez. He's telling. Well, he's in the gym with him and stuff. He's telling us, me and Joe, me and Joey Odessa, He goes, listen. He goes, uh, Cain Velasquez has had the best camp of his life. He Ooh. goes, he's there's no way in hell. He's losing to Brock Lesnar. He's gonna smash Brock Lesnar. All right. Ooh. He's like he'll f and kill him. So he's going on and on about how he'll kill him. The UFC countdown shows on TV. It's it's a feature on Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar's like punching holes in walls and he's frothing at the mouth. <laughs> the same fighter that's in the UFC calls us and goes, "I don't know, man. Lester's looking pretty good." <laughs> Think, like, bro. The- all you watch <laughs> is the on. countdown show. Yeah. yeah how, like, is that how you pulled it out? Yeah. He was is like, he it? was all off his best friend suddenly. Oh, I don't know, man. Let's just like, like, like he said, like you can talk yourself in or out of, out of any pick. Like you really so can. True. I do it all the yep. time. Like I talk Cam into picks all the time. Well, Gabe, you talk me into it. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You talked me into a pick last week. You, you talked about it. I was like, yeah, he's making a lot of sense here. I'm like, like as gamblers, we're very easily influenceable.
2: Yes, we are. <laughs> we all yeah, want, you...
1: like, validation to hear what we want to hear. You know what I mean?
2: Yes. Or be like, wow, I didn't think of that.
1: Yeah, or, and then that's, yeah. <laughs> or if you don't get the answer, you're like, then like, that guy doesn't know anything anyways. I don't care what he yeah, says.
2: Yeah, no, <laughs> like, yeah total. He's, he's Vegas,
1: Dave. Like, I'm a big trend guy until I don't like it. Mm-hmm. It's like, man, that trend doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but if the trends are for me, I'm like, man, I got, like, ten trends on my side here. <laughs> I'm honest about it. It's like politicians. You know, yep. That poll in the New York Times is garbage. Yeah, but sir, you're sixty percent approval now. The New mm-hmm. York Times poll is, is the most accurate one <laughs> like that's the way this stuff works. All right, so, so true. I'm going Mets, Nationals, no run in the first inning. I'm taking the Yankees, minus a run and a half. Uh minus one seventy five. Braves, plus one seventy. Blue Jays, minus one thirty six. Astros, Rays, no run in the first. Pages, uh, minus 125. Rockies, minus 140. College basketball, Gonzaga money line, Virginia money line, Michigan money line, parlay, plus 180. Another like parlay I got, Gonzaga money line, Virginia money line, Tennessee money line, plus 182. And I like the over in the Tennessee-Purdue game as well. What you got today, Joe?
2: I got to tell you guys right now, two bets to go in the Tennessee game. Make sure that you guys are back in Tennessee in the first half as they have uh, their average scored margin in the first half against guys like Gonzaga, Kansas, Kentucky, Auburn, Ole Miss, LSU, Mississippi State. Uh, eight and a half points. They always win the first half. It is a push. It is actually a pick in the first half. Go ahead and take Tennessee to, uh, to take care of first half. And then you can count on them collapsing in the second half at some point. Uh, go ahead and fade them in the second half of that game. So first half, Tennessee, second half, you guys go ahead uh, and, uh, and don't back them there. Go ahead and take uh, Purdue in the second half, and you'll cash both of those tickets tonight.
1: All right, Joe Ranieri. Um, what else do we got here? I'm not, you know, I'm focused in on the basketball if if I you know the, I like the over in the in the Tennessee game Tennessee Purdue I do like the over I got your
2: Michigan boys too I'm all over them at a point and a half
1: yeah and I was gonna say that if you don't want to just wimp out and do the money line parlays and I'm not they're plus money so um, Michigan's gonna win but Michigan's gonna win tonight Tennessee's yeah. gonna win I think Tennessee wins the game I think Michigan wins the game if I had to lay it I think Virginia's gonna cover. I think it, we're in the Sweet 16, guys. This is where the separation starts to hand uh, starts to happen, guys. Yes, I think Virginia for probably win by 10 or 11, and mm-hmm. I think Gonzaga is going to be right around that number. Gonzaga by nine. All right, shout out to everyone in the pit. Thank you to everyone uh, for watching and tuning in. PFF coming up right here on the network. I'll be back at four o'clock uh, Easter with Cam Stewart. Another night, you're on your own. Later. Boom.
11: Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003.
5: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California
1: Where the most expensive tickets are today? Like, yeah, honestly, my guess, Joe, if you would have asked me, all right, Marazzi, how much? What's the what's the priciest ticket today for for any opening day in the league? I probably would have said Yankee Stadium. You, mm. Yankees, New York. You know what I mean? Makes sense. Yeah, I would have thought. All right, Cincinnati. What? Cincinnati? Huda. This is from StubHub now. This is the cheapest ticket to get in, dude. All right. $150. Wow. $150. Wow. You can buy season cool. tickets for the Marlins for $150. Huh? Wow. Dude, against standing Pittsburgh? room. Standing Jeez. room against Pittsburgh. Standing wow. room only, 150. You want to you want to sit down? You get mezzanine 412, which is essentially like the last row at the end type thing. Worst seat in the house, 198 bucks. Wow. Plus service uh, fees and stuff. We're talking like to 240 or something.
2: To see Lewis Castillo take on Jameson Tallion. Wow.
1: That's uh, a lot, lot of hype. Ah. I told you, man. And we're hyped about the Reds. Damn. You man. know what it is? It's their 150th anniversary. Ah. It's their 150th anniversary uh, opener today. Um, I'm actually high on the Reds this year, but unfortunately, so are the odds makers. 78 and a half wins, a lot of wins for the uh, the Cincinnati Reds. Uh, another expensive ticket today. We're looking at uh, 90 bucks here. Let me just uh, confirm. 90. Uh, yeah, we're looking at 90. And um, this is in Philadelphia, mm, which I'm man, actually that surprised sense. it's not a little more. You know all the hype with Harper and come on man, like they sold million like a hundred thousand jerseys or whatever. So uh, today's the the the, the season opener, Atlanta Braves and Philadelphia Phillies. You get a rally towel as well, Joe. Oh well, that's that's worth it. So that's that's worth yeah. that's worth fifty alone. <laughs> Got to take the day off though, because that wow. what is that one o'clock? I see the Phillies. I guess they spent all their money on their players. We can't call them out, but I was gonna say a pretty crappy, pretty crappy opening day promo. Yeah, really, dude. I went to, three o'clock. I went to a, uh, I went to a Blue Jays Red Sox uh, season opener years ago, and um, you know the show, the Trailer Park Boys. Have you ever seen the show? Know it well. Yeah.